What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. RMA of New Jersey Fertility Center is committed to helping you build your family with evidence-based fertility care and a compassionate care team that's with you every step of the way. Within really a very short amount of time, a month, we can figure out why they're not getting pregnant and then strategize of how to get them pregnant quickly with one healthy baby. We are South Jersey's most state-of-the-art IVF lab and accept a variety of insurance plans. RMA of New Jersey Fertility Center. Building families, one healthy baby at a time. Visit rmanetwork.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki, where we add another anime to our fucking list because we're sadists. Uh, we close this stuff is so fucking beautiful. We'll talk about that later. And everyone in that team deserves a fucking raise and retirement pension, all the jazz. And they'll get fucking $10 an hour and a giant. Thank you for your No, sleep. don't get paid exposure. That's going to piss me off. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Matt, your host, and joining me as always, Ethan, what's up? Konnichiwa, Matt-kun. Daijoube desu ka? Oh, daijoube. Uh, everything's great. Everything is deja vu. Ah, I got a house. We got a house. <laughs> Omerito gozaimasu. <laughs> yes, uh, that was our fi- that was my me and my partner's thing for the past week or so. We got it. Uh, we officially got the house as of yesterday. In a couple of weeks, we're gonna drive up there to sign the closing contract. And now I'm not gonna be able to see you when I see my friends. I know. Now you gotta come up an extra. <laughs> I know. Now I got to buy hiking boots and shit and fucking prepare. You do. You do. God damn it. Oh, I, yeah. I should go in the winter when it's fucking like two degrees over there and snow mountains and shit. That would be. Oh, yeah. Shit. Well, we might buy some quads. So we'll see. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we, we, thought, we thought about it. Like, we, we should get quads. Like, yeah, we should. <laughs> Take an edible and drive those motherfuckers. Uh, no, no, no. I'm trying to not die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds fucking tits, bro. Yeah, that's that's definitely gonna be down the road. Yeah, for we sure. Get everything else we need. Oh man, it's like my whole little like it's like a whole like snow mountain getaway. I should buy like skis and all that shit. Yeah, uh, but I can't wait. I don't know when exactly, but it will be soon. Sure, that's what's up. But, uh, Congratulations, I'm Smackoon. Yes, I'm I'm happy. Uh, so we'll definitely take time off recording whenever that happens. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Mm, mm. All right, couple of news because I was uh, binging trying to catch up because the whole yeah the whole week was about the house, so I watched nothing until late Saturday, Sunday, and uh, Monday. And now I've been pretty caught up for the most part. You know, I've been chilling, but I'm not buying a house, so there's that. Yeah. All right, a uh, couple announcements. I will. This will be relatively quick. Uh, what studio produces an original TV anime for Spring 22 called Onipan? What's that about? Uh, there's no synopsis. That's helpful. There's there's a teaser trailer. It looks like a bunch of lollicons. So. Oh Lord Almighty! I don't know. I I'll wait till there's a synopsis. Mm, but mm-hmm. it's probably gonna be a no <laughs> Speaking of wit, you know we don't watch Attack on Titan. I, I feel like you have to mention it because we don't watch it, but you have to mention like Attack on Titan how insane it's like becoming apparently to the mass anime world 
Yeah, I, yeah, it's even getting noticed in stuff that's not anime. <laughs> Wit is the ones who did season one, right? Wit is the studio that did the season one, correct? I believe so. Then because they're on Mappa now. I don't know. I just wait because I'm watching season one of Attack on Titan very slowly. So I got into it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It is what it is. I will wait for my friend's approval to see if it gets better after. If it gets better. I mean, you see all the fucking you see the hype. I mean, Angel keeps saying fucking like, oh, just skip season one. Skip season one and you're fine. Like, you know. No, because I need to for story purposes. (laughs) Yeah, you have. And especially like now, if we we get spoilers. And so we're seeing like everything that is built now started in season one. So it's like, how can you fucking skip that shit? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I get it turns people off like me, but you know, I never got into the whole principle of fucking. I, of, I love the giant, concept. naked, stupid-looking fucking. Like, That's the thing. I like the concepts. Like the potential was there. Just and it's got way too fucking annoying. Like if they was the greatest thing since ever. I just don't and like the a, naked giants, but all, you know, from what I can tell now, like that's not even the fucking story anymore. Like they just like the giants are like an aspect of it, but the story at this point is all about the drama and controversy and the the yeah. in, inhuman killings and shit. Which in season one was unheard of. Apparently, um, nobody killed anybody in terms of uh, humans. Now, humans now everyone's time, died, so. in and now everybody four. and their mother kills people and fucking rapes them and eats the, eats their corpses and shit. So yeah, so I'll. Wild. I will think about it. Until then, it's a no. <laughs> but but it time. is. But yeah, you're. But it's hard to not talk about all the prices getting recent. Yeah, dude. I mean, fucking yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to mention it out there that we're aware that it exists, y'all. And just because Matt yeah, and I don't watch, it. Just... I watch it very slowly now. I'm considered a watcher, but very very slowly. I'm basically gonna treat it the way I treated JoJo, where it took me over a year to finish JoJo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If things get that good, if things get that good, I will maybe consider. Try to binge it before the year's over. It's just like, hard for me to binge. Vision. It's hard for me to binge shit now, like especially long series because yeah, like, it would I have, have so to, much to do. Yeah, it would have to be when uh, stuff is finished airing or the new season hasn't aired everything yet. That's the only time we really could. I can just I don't have it in me to binge because I just so much shit to do. Yeah. Like I have so much shit in my life to do, and going to the gym cuts out a lot of my free time during right. the week and shit. So it's just hard nowadays for me to binge. Like I was able to catch up on I was able to watch so many titles during the pandemic because there was nowhere to go, nothing to do. Like and I and oh, I worked yeah. at a dead end job exactly. anyway. So like at nighttime, there would literally be nothing to do. So I would apply for jobs during the day and then fucking just watch anime in between my shift. So that's how I was able to watch fucking, I think I watched 80, no, 75 titles, I think in 2020 by myself. Right, right. So, you know, anyway, sorry, I cut you off. But yeah, well, short. But yeah uh, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll think about it. Hi. Much well, I'll think about it. <laughs> Hi, much done. But all right, moving on. Uh, the people that were a fan of Eden Zero, Congrats, you're getting a second anime. Second season. Yeah, second season. That's it. <laughs> you're get you're getting a season two. Damn it, Matt Coon. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and then one more. Uh Bastard Heavy Metal Dark Fantasy. It's a manga that is now getting an animated series. Uh it's gonna be debut worldwide on Netflix in 2022. Just look about the poster. By the way, I meant to ask you this, and I forgot. Speaking of Netflix, you mentioned that you're going to watch that movie that just came out. Um, I forget what it's called now. I just seen it. I forgot. Uh, I'll, I just I'll I pick. added it to my list because I see like when I read the synopsis on Analyst, it, I didn't find any interest. When I read the two, the two sentences that was on Netflix, I was like, oh, that seems kind of uh, interesting. Basically, a girl gathers the gods, a grieving girl gathers the gods. And I was like, oh, OK, yeah. is it out already? Yeah, it's out. Oh, then uh, 
I guess that's gonna be a thing for next week. Uh, yeah, it, it, there's there, whatever I have time during that week is when we'll watch and talk about it. It's not going anywhere. It's not. Alrighty, uh, that is it for news. Shall we get to the meat of the matter? All our reviews. <laughs> Excuse me. Kazoon tight. Arigato. How do you say bless you in Japanese? Is it one of the Duolingo? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll find out and let you know. Uh, hold on. God damn it. We're doing this on the air, folks, because. You guys can learn Japanese with us. Yay. Odaijini. Odaijini? Odaijini, yes. Odaijini desu ka. Hi. Arigato, Maku. But yeah, as always, I have to go first because I decided to watch more than him again. All right, I'm going to start with Doll's Frontline because that was the last one I watched before we got on the You watch air. it on your phone? Because you said it, the things weren't working. So Just on that, no, I watched it. I, I was on my computer. Oh, you got it on the computer. Okay, still not working on your TV? It's just not working on my Roku TV. That's fucking... It's just that TV. We tried uh, Bash's uh, TV in, the, in our bedroom. Yeah. I tried... And it worked? The app on my phone and then the computer. Yeah, they all work. It's just on the Roku TV. So why didn't you watch them in the bedroom? I'm not always in there until bedtime. <laughs> I guess that's Bash's uh, domain. No, no. It's like it's, a, it's in the room we sleep in. Just We're just mostly hanging out in the, in the living room until we go to bed. Yes. It's like the opposite. Like I have a living room and I'm like hardly in my living room except on the weekends. Anyway, I'm, go ahead. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll change when we get to the new place. We'll see. A lot of scouting to do. But yeah, I watched, I watched I watched the last three episodes, but I'm only going to talk about the recent one. There's too much to talk about. Uh, basically, long story short, AR-15 was kidnapped by Hunter in episode four. That was how that ended with M4A1 rendezvoused with Satmod 2. This is such a mind fuck right now because you're talking to me in guns. And these are the fucking names these characters. Talking in guns and dolls. <laughs> you couldn't fucking name these girls Lily fucking Mika, no, 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 no. We, can't, we cannot do that Ahsoka but yeah, but yeah M- M16 is still on her own shot mod rendezvous with M4A1 AR15 was kidnapped so uh Gentane's group with the dolls they all right uh first is first no well we're not doing any more missions because they attacked our base so fuck that noise and then later on it was like I have a guilty conscience. Like we gotta go help her. Okay. All right. All right, dolls, go in this base. And uh, basically, Morris, it's just it's guns again. Guns blazing. Dolls getting shot. Sounds Mostly like the bad ones dying. Sounds like America. God damn it. America, yes. America. God damn America. America in Japan. Hey, but yeah, uh, so there was a hack in the system. So the what you call it? The grunt of the villains were all shooting each other. <laughs> So while that's going on, AR-15 used that distraction to escape from Hunter. I was like, ah, oh, shit, where do they all go? Uh, Hunter turned around, like, gave them new orders to shoot everyone. Like, stop shooting each other, shoot all of them. Uh, she avoids guns, but uh, there's a dynamite set up by AR-15, crush Hunter's legs. So Hunter can't move. Uh, they have a little feeling, oh, yeah, now, now who's the one being hunted? Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then we didn't see what happened, but it looks like... Uh, AR-15 pulled the trigger on Hunter. Something could have happened in there. We don't fucking know. We're going to assume that she just killed Hunter and that's it. And then uh, AR-15 reunites with Satmod 2 and M4A1. Everyone's happy. Now it's us. Now we have to find M16. All the numbers and letters. <laughs> Seriously, dude. The fuck? What about fucking... Uh, what about Barrett 50 cow? There, there's no 50 cow. I don't know. Why not? Uh, I don't know why not either, but that was it with that. It's just action. It's just mindless action with guns. That's all you need. If you, if you like that shit, then there's one. But it's just, it's just all right. 
it's all cool. Moving on, Loop on the Third, Part Six. Uh, there were actually two episodes that came out, but I only watched the one because the the other one was a part one, so it's a multi-part. So I'm waiting for that to come out. So I'm about to talk about just the one specific episode. Hi. Yeah, uh, Lupin went to go steal this thing, but the, this security system is so good it can detect him through under his disguises. So Lupin's like, oh, well, shit. Well, I'm I'm busted almost. Fuck this. <laughs> and, but he's he's intrigued by it because it's a challenge for him. It's like, yeah, they can detect anyone. So like, even if he tries to walk by the building, they'll spot him out. Like, hey, I know it's you. Fuck you. You ain't getting in. So the lady of the building, it's just a challenge. Like, here, here's this rare coin that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. If you can sne- if you can find a way to sneak in, it's yours. So, like, uh, so of course, Lupin takes the challenge. Uh, Goemon, Fujiko, and Jigen, they're all trying to help him out with a setup. Like, oh, they all have to be in sync to push the buttons to deactivate security. But they cannot get their timing right. So the other three were like, oh, well, fuck this, we're out. Because everyone's always like a second off, two seconds off. It has to be at the exact same time. In these four different areas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they keep fucking up on that. So to the point where they got frustrated, like, all right, it's not worth it. But Lupin still wants to do it. And you find out the the lady that runs that security building, she does this because she loves Lupin. It's called the that's why it's called like Lupin, like Lupin Love Machine or whatever. Uh, she has a crush on Lupin. Every time you say Lupin, I always want to say Lupin these nuts. Yep, <laughs> I mean they they would, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's not he's not a stranger to the lady. She tries to get with one that doesn't want him right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, Multiple mm-hmm. times. But uh eventually, uh so Lupin has this great strategy of he's gonna have a invite everyone that wants to want to come steal the coin. They all right, you can all come open invite if you want to try to steal it with me. Uh the catch is you have to dress up as me or the gang. <laughs> mm. So they're so they're fucking up security, like all oh, everyone's dressed up as Lupin, Jigen, Goemon, Fujiko. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But the security will still know to point him out because that's how they know his facial record, his face, his body, like his actual thing. But uh, smoke goes off as as confusing the fuck out of everyone. Uh, and eventually all four of them shut down the main security. <laughs> they were all in sync because of that fucking commercial with the, with the rhythm, the beat. So they counted just by that. And eventually Lupin got to the top and he stole the coin. And yeah, that was that was just it. It was a Lupin just outbeating this unbeatable security thing. Mm. So it was good. Uh, excited for the two partners coming up. We'll get more plots from Lupin. By plot, do you mean Opai? I mean the Opai. Oh, oh, Fujiko's got the Opai. They're not. They're they're not afraid. <laughs> they're not afraid to show the curves of the tits and the ass. <laughs> Fantastic ass. The tits and the ass. No, no, my God. Don't worry, she's an adult, folks. Calm down. Anyway, moving on. Uh, rank and a king, another another banger. We picked up with left off king of the underworld, uh, confronting Boji. <laughs> mm, mm. And uh, Boji hears the name Miranjo and he gets upset. And you get a flashback of what happened. He saw Miranjo kill his mother while the mother like, covered to protect him. And they're all shooting these giant arrows at her, and all the blood was spilling out onto Boji while mm. she was covered and protecting him. Mm. And it's like holy shit! <laughs> Damn, they killed his mommy. Yeah, like when he was like, like when he was a baby. <laughs> oh, when he was a baby, I thought you've been like right now. I'm like, no, 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 no,
overprotective of him. Mm. That's all it came down to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when we saw later on, like, oh, okay, now she's actually great. Uh, but when uh, the mother died, the devil just shot Baranjo in the heart, and that's why she died. Wow. And it's like, holy shit. And then uh, the king of the underworld was looked at the golem that uh, Boji befriended. Like, oh, he's got to go to jail. Like, why? Because he served under me during the war with his people, mm-hmm. and he acted crazy after the war. That's why he was arrested. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Boji was trying to persuade him with an ah, 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 ah. Mm. But uh, yeah, eventually Kage talks to him, and the king talks to his brother, Despa. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, be honest with me. Do we have a match with Bozy? Like the Kane Bozy. That's why he's trying to hunt him, like Boji's dad. Mm-hmm. Like, and and Despa was honestly saying, you don't have a chance against Boji mm-hmm. in general. As Boji got that strong in months. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, you trying to fight even Bozy is not a good idea. <laughs> so, it's like, so what's the plan then? Well, we're going to have Boji fight his dad. And like, well, I still got to kill Miranjo. It's like, we'll take care of that later. Right now, this is the plan. So we're going to go with that. Mm-hmm. So eventually, uh, the king retreats for now, gets his guards. Like, All right, fine. We'll take the we'll take the giant guy. We'll take the giant ogre as part of our squad instead of uh, in prison. Like, we'll do that for you. The ogi. Yeah. So and they're like, okay. Uh, Domus tries to apologize to Boji for pushing, basically almost trying to kill him like 10 episodes ago. Mm-hmm. It keeps trying, and then uh, Boji's like very conflicted. Like he doesn't know what to do. Like if he should forgive him or not, so he just starts running away. Mm-hmm. Then Kaga's like, "What the fuck? You think an apology is gonna cut it, you bitch? No mm-hmm. hell no!" <laughs> after after before saying, "Yeah, he's sorry. He, I think he actually beats it. You could probably give him a chance." They're like, "What the fuck was that? An apology? Fuck you!" <laughs> but uh, it was mostly Kagi didn't want Boji to have any hatred in his life. That's why he's trying to. Like, you know what? Maybe we should give him a chance. Like, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But eventually he cheers Boji up. Like, they're like laughing and playing type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then that was where the episode ended with that. So we're going to get a big battle soon. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh... That's my good shit. See, Angel, I'm praising it. All right. They said this. Y'all better not be liking that Mashuka Tensei in there. He doesn't even fucking listen to this podcast, does he? <laughs> yeah. We talk all the time about him and Martin. This motherfucking cocksuckers don't even listen to our shit. I know, I know. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I was like, uh, I was like, 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 like you, do, like you are aware that the uh, reserve was more than Amelia's trial, right? I think this focus way too much on that. And by the way, you're a piece of shit for not fucking defending me when I'm going uh, through. I'm no, like, like you like the same shit as me. You could fucking help me. You fucking. Yeah, piece of I could have. I, I, you're right. I could have. But are they going to listen? They listen to you more than me. That not with not with Mushoka Tensei and ReZero, no. Shaking but once you think they're gonna listen to anything else head. that I say. Shaking my fucking head. Uh, fine, next time. God damn well, it. Well, Re- ReZero lost anyway, because you know Attack on Titan still still airing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. So I got nothing to worry about, I guess. Yeah, by the way, congratulations to Mushoka Tensei. One anime of the year on the anime corner. Anime corner. Yeah, good anime shit. Corner. Yeah. Did you also I just posted a couple things? Did you see who um who won best bur- who won best girl? Uh yeah, one of the quintuplets. Yeah, one and two are two of the quintuplets and fucking Toru, who's yeah. the best girl on the goddamn planet, was number three. Yep. Fucking bullshit. And then also I tagged you in something else. You know who this week's uh boy of the week is? I know our fucking guy at dress up darling. 
Gojo-kun! Yeah, Gojo beat Aaron, Tanjiro. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm skipping ahead real quick, but I love the way uh, Marin says Gojo's name. Gojo-kun. Gojo, yeah, it's so, so uh, fucking kawaii. Uh, it's so I, I, kawaii. Hontoni, taksan, taksan, kawaii desu ka. I love, I, I, I love these. I love those people. We'll, we'll get to that later. That'll be the comment. But all right. Anyway, uh, World of Lee Dale. Uh, decent episode. Um, it's called Kena meets her grandchildren. <laughs> my Mai's uh, kids, one mm-hmm. of the daughters. Uh, one of the grandsons says something to piss her off. They go, oh, well, uh, well, my mother said if you if I said anything wrong, you beat the shit out of us or torture us. And it's like, what the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Grandma. Nanny? And she's like, oh, I'll tell your mother I'm gonna crucify her, but you she has to pick which material when I see her. Mm. Like, you want the lead, you want this. Like, how am I gonna torture you when I'm done here? So I was like, so she has to, so she has fucking acres. And buddy, <laughs> like, stop trying to piss off your mother. Uh, but yeah, she meets one of the grand. She also meets one of the granddaughters, and she uh, has to tr- basically ship out something to her in this uh, fortress. She does so, and these giant rock golems start to attack the place. And then Kena's like, "I probably shouldn't use my stuff. I'm trying to basically keep a low profile because you know I'm OP and shit." Mm-hmm. But you know, her her granddaughter and everyone else is fucking losing, it's dying. Like, I fine. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take over, uh, I guess. It ended on that cliffhanger. Uh, it, it, it's a, it's a decent show. It's, Did you say, didn't you say no, it was like mediocre? I remember. Yeah, very, like, like, yeah like, like nothing. It's like, I feel like there's nothing big. Is you're happening. like, I need my fix of mediocre isekai. I remember those yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, that. There's always one a season. <laughs> there's always the one. I'm very like, grateful. Like, I have nothing here, like, anymore after I dropped fucking Horian. I was very grateful. Like, I don't have anything that like I despise. Even Princess Connect, which is something that I really never really enjoyed, is starting to connect yeah. with me. I'll explain this. It's more of it's good, but nothing important is really happening. And we're almost halfway done. So it just feels like a filler arc so far. That's not I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll change next episode, but again, we're almost at the halfway point. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh slow loop. More fishing. I just uh, again, it's common, it's good, it's fun. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want to see two fucking pre teen girls fucking fish. Three, I'll have you know. Three, I'll have you know, sir. God damn it. You can't even like give me like fucking like they fall in the ocean and there's opi because they're like older women. Like, they're, no. they're, they're flat, damn it. Yeah, that's, that's not that's not the wave. <laughs> that's not the wave. Uh, pun intended. Like, where's the tits? Damn it, bro! Where's like... the tits, pal? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Egg. <laughs> like fish, fish, fish. Such good shit. Damn it, Austin Derry. We're talking. Get over here, Daddy Father. Trish, I want to kiss you. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, anyway, <laughs> fuck you! He's, God got damn the, it. he's got the giggles. I gave Matt the giggles. I'm, try- I'm trying to get her. <laughs> damn it, pal! Get it together! God damn it! Shut up! Shut up! Where's Shane? 
You're fired. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck Shane. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Yori, Koi, Koharu get invited to the boat, uh, Fukumoto's boat. So Ichika, Fudabar, they're their sister. And you find out why Hiyori doesn't only does fly fishing because she doesn't have to handle worms. She hates worms, especially the ones that bite you when you try to hook them. <laughs> But it's more of she wanted to bring uh, Futaba along because Futaba, because Futaba asked her, are you embarrassed of fishing despite being a girl? So she wants to show her, like, no, I'm not embarrassed at all. I'm like, fishing's for everyone. That's not a gender thing. Fuck you. So that's that's where it turned out for that one. Uh, they, they all fish. They have fun. You learn another fishing recipe from uh, Koharu to Hiyori's mother. A nice feel-good moments. And yeah, uh, Hiyori makes, makes a friend with Futaba with uh, fishing. That's it. Just fishing. Lots of fishing. Fun episode. Good. The giggles are... Hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Akebi's sailor uniform. Mm. I, I swear, everyone in this... In, what, these girls, I swear to God, they're going to have the hospital. Slowly but surely. That's that's where it's come to. Mm. Uh, this her free spirit energy... They all love it. She's like all out of nowhere. She connects with everyone with her chemistry with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a uh, Minoru Okumi who loves discovering insects and animals. Like she likes writing stuff dead about it, like the habitats and all that. Mm-hmm. So she does this for research papers. So that's why I give her. Oh, I'll join you in this. Mm-hmm. Basically, you, you learn about the students while she's becoming friends with. Them. So I guess like everyone is getting a fair share. Not like it's just the same group of four. Mm-hmm. They'll let you come here and there, but what's it's usually a new girl that's the focus with with Akabi. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and it usually uh, near the end, we you get a flashback of uh, one of the girls that had her uh, handkerchief because uh, it was like during the entrance exams and uh, she got sick, so uh, Ak- Akabi gave her her handkerchief. Like, oh yeah, you can have it. Uh, just you can borrow it. Just give it to me uh, next time I see you. And she thought she was ever going to see her. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it was like, oh, she was trying to give her back the handkerchief the whole time. She eventually got it. Like, oh! She looked at her angry, like, is that my handkerchief, you bitch? And then she eventually got the handkerchief. Like, like oh, I, I was looking for it. Yeah, I, 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 I recognize you from the, the exams. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ah, geez. And that was really it. Just, I guess, well, they're all good as good a game banger every time she makes a friend. It's going to happen. Game banger, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What the fuck? That's like a it, fucking. That's such a swerve. Coming. Considering what a swerve, bro. Gang bang. They'll never see it coming, bro. There, that's right. Hold on. Replying to your fucking. Fine. This all you tag me. I mean, you know, I don't know, man. Fucking. It seems like a nice, you know, wholesome anime, but I don't know. It just everything you told me doesn't engage me to like want to like. Oh, Mike should go back and see it. You know. But it, it's there. It's it's there. It's still it's still fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I've got, I watch stuff for freaking for animation at this stage too, so I get it. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's definitely worth for animation. Yeah, yeah. All right, my final one: case study of Vernitas. Another fucking fantastic episode. Mm. We get we get a uh, we get backstory on Jean Jacques. Uh, he basically poisoned those food to like make him not. He didn't poison. Sorry, he didn't poison. He drugged them to make him pass out. Cause like yeah, uh, Chloe's pissed off. So like you should not be seeing Chloe right now. Mm-hmm. It's like like why? Why all this? And like why? Uh, so 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 Jacques uh, cuts himself and makes him drink and makes no drink his blood. Like you can see memories right for drinking blood. Well, now you're gonna see mine. Now you're gonna now you're gonna understand why everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, that happens. You see that he grew up in an abusive home with his father and all that. Uh, 
he met up with Chloe uh, when he was when he was younger. And I got to the point where they were uh, they were bonded, like they were connecting all this. And eventually, led to the point that the villagers were hunted down Chloe. So Jacques made a deal where he's the actual beast, not Chloe. Hmm. So that was the reveal for that. Like, holy shit! Yeah, because because it hinted as Chloe the whole time, but no, it was Jacques. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's a the beast they're talking about. And then uh, Venetius, when they were looking for uh, No in the castle, and uh, Dante pointed like, "Hey, we saw this scenario yesterday. Like, what the hell's going on?" That Venetius figured out like we're actually in a time loop. It's all like I said of with Chloe. Mm. So we're all in the same setting. But like, everything we're doing is different. But the atmosphere, the people coming in, that's in a loop. Mm-hmm. So he put that together, and it's more of now he wants to so that and he wants to do his job of save Chloe. Because you know, she's a curse bearer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jeanne, uh, he was ordered to, she's ordered to kill Chloe because she thinks Chloe's the beast, even though it's not. And she doesn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. So Venus is like, like, no, you're not going to kill him. I'm trying to save them. Stop trying to kill. You fucking bitch. <laughs> mm. And then uh, eventually Venetus meets No. And then No was able to tell him everything, like Jacques the Beast and all that. But he still has to stop Chloe. She's the one with this device that's trying to kill people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. And then you see the Paladins, uh, Astafolo, and then another one. Not Roland. I wish it was Roland. Mm-hmm. But the Paladins are there. They're blocking their way. And I was like, I got these guys. I'll, I'll take care of them. You go go out to Chloe. Mm-hmm. And then she eventually sees Chloe. They're like, hi! Found you, bitch! And she and then he went to her like, where's my book? Because his book of Venus is gone. Mm-hmm. So they took it. And then Chloe's like, what book? <laughs> like, like, play it like She's like, she's legit serious. Like, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that book. Yeah, there was a pretty jewel on it. And uh, we couldn't take it off. So we chucked mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Which I like, it's in the library somewhere wow. in this in this chaos mess. I know Jacques had it. It was the one that mostly had it. I didn't, didn't touch it. So I really didn't know what that book was. It's not my priorities. Mm-hmm. So Vaduz is like, like, what the fuck? Like, that's my book. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like trying to find it. And you see, see the shadowy figure from Charleston that's like, that took uh, Jacques and Chloe's names. It's like, oh yeah, like go start this device. Like fuck these people. Go kill everyone. Kill these humans. So Chloe has the machine started, and a fucking twist here. Uh, it took the shadow figure. Like it took the shadowy figure to give her a physical body so she can torture her. So it's like, oh, the tables are turned. Fuck you. <laughs> hmm. And now she's like, oh good, now I can actually hurt you. And then we get that cliffhanger. It's like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop with these cliffhangers. Almost everything we had in a good chunk of the week was cliffhanger, cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Stop it. Hate it. I mean, cliffhangers sell. I, I know. I was like, I can't say too much in one week. <laughs> I get it. But, you know, fucking cliffhangers. I are... know. I know. Come on. It's better than fucking, uh, better than blandness. It really, it really is better than blandness. You know what? You're right. You are right. It's like, it's like, eh, versus like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Cannot wait till next week. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I, you're right. I can't fucking wait. There you go. All right, I'm done. Well, then, you know, lifestyle shoes. Sorry, I was looking at some, looks like they have Mexico shoes. That's cool, even though I'm not Mexican. Whatever. Anyway, all right, all right, all right. So I'll try and make this as quick as possible for you guys. Um, Worlds and Harem. Um, again, I really, really, really like the fucking um, 
like the the story that's going it's just the sense the censoring is just annoying um but i go back and i go on i go on kiss anime and what i do is i go back like once in a while when i'm looking at hentai before i go to bed and i go on kiss anime and i'll watch like the episode and i'll fast forward so i can see the titty scenes because it's basically what they're censoring they're just censoring titties you know although in this scene i actually did get to go back and see and in this scene they um they show some uh they don't show like full on Monko, but they like, you know, they don't censor like the fact that there's nothing there, which is pretty cool for the girls. But in any case, basically, uh, the story goes with um, the episode begins with uh, what's his face? Um, I forget. I always forget the fucking main character's name. Um, fuck. What the fuck is this guy's name? What the fuck is his name? I, I always forget his fucking name. I can. I'm this just, is not that good. <laughs> I'm clicking on Rito. Rito. Yes. Thank you. I was about to click on the thing, Rato. So the episode starts with Rato uh, being summoned to the office where he meets two higher ups of the the UW. Um, they inform him that uh, his uh, that Susan is no longer going to be his attendant, and he's upset. Like, oh, you know, I like Susan, whatever the case is, you know, blah 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 blah. And um, I'm actually skipping ahead. Um, at the beginning, at the very beginning of the episode, he gets uh, he's doing his research. He's stuck on his research, confused on what to do next. And a young researcher girl, like not young, she's obviously legal. She's over 18. But a, a younger uh, researcher walks in and, of course, she's topless. And um, she the, what's it called? Um, Rato accidentally knocks her over and she's like oh my god she's like really flustered and she doesn't do well around guys and around the same time an attendant walks by and is upset at Rato like oh you fucking you're such a man like you know like just because you you think just because you're you're a man you can get away with whatever you want since all you have to do is have sex and he's like no yes. that's not the, that's not the fucking case at all like that's not not what the fuck I'm talking about but um anyway so he gets summoned over they inform her that um that uh what's it called that susan is no longer going to be the attendant and he gets introduced to his two new uh his two new uh what's it called uh his attendant and his assistant and they're the two girls that he met at the very beginning of the episode the researcher um she's really a good virologist and so he'll be working she'll be working with him to try and come up with a cure and then the new attendant is a stuck up bitch um i don't have their names in front of me so forgive me for that i don't so tough luck um anyway uh their first ba- and the reason why she's also a bitch is because of the fact that she says like okay like you know why I, I i acknowledge that you know you're trying to find a cure and this woman's going to help you you'll be restricted from all other activities such as going outside and things of that nature if you're not going to be procreating so like she's like completely like to the book like a hard ass like whatever but it's interesting because she has like a sweet side when she speaks to susan like she thinks of susan as like a little sister and um you know, in a way, but Susan is like upset over everything. She knows how she is. And she is actually starting to fall for, for Rato, which is kind of interesting. So their uh, first piece of business that they do is they're on a train ride and they are heading over to an onsen uh, hot spring. And they, uh, they tell uh, Rato that this onsen is ground zero for the virus. This is where the very first person caught the virus and died. Um, and so they go to the onsen, everything is all good. You know, they have their like, you know, of course, there's sexual moments where, you know, he has to basically freaking uh, what's it called? Um, he has to. Um, God damn it. What, what am I looking for? He has to. Um, 
like wash their backs and stuff. And that's where a lot of it's censored because they're in an onsen and it's a mixed bath now since there's no more men. So they're all taking a bath together. And so they're all naked. And, you know, he slowly but surely washes all of their backs. And then the, the nurse, I forget the nurse's name, but you know what I'm talking about. The nurse, of course, she's the most sexual one saying, my hands are sensitive. You have to wash me with your hands. And he like ends up like, she, she ends up having him caress her like all over her body. And just when she's about to touch her pussy, Rachel's like, no, I can't do this. And he runs away. And he's like, you wash it yourself. <laughs> and she's like, ah, fuck. I was so close to having him touch it. <laughs> Which was funny. Um, and then in any case, as they're doing that, he ends up meeting a uh, a woman there. And apparently she's going to be a recurring character uh, in the show. Um, he meets a, a basically an exchange student, an American exchange student named Chloe. And uh, they basically have like a contest to see who can endure like themselves inside the hot tub. And of course, it's sexual. And apparently she fakes uh, basically like passing out. He tries to get her to, um, you know, to drink some water. And she tells him like, oh, I'm too weak. Can you feed it to me via my mouth? And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, I'll scream. And so he's forced to do it. And as he's about to kiss her with the water in her mouth and she's already like almost naked, freaking, of course, all the girls come in and they're like, oh. they're like, he's finally going to do it. And then the, his attendants pissed off that like, oh, he's going to have sex with this random fucking woman in the middle of the, the, the onsen. And they all leave him be. And he's like, no, it's a misunderstanding. And Chloe's like, never underestimate an American woman. And she drops her clothes and shit. And he's like, what the fuck? So. It's a little funny, um, but the main plot or the main story basically for this is they meet with um, the widow of the um, of the guy and um, throughout the episode, basically like she's like she hates the UW because they basically um, she's one of those like anti like I don't know anti technology anti like science people like she was upset that they had to do an autopsy on her husband and they cut him all up and whatever and like they were really assholes with her when they were trying to get to question her like what happened and she just refuses to answer refuses to answer and so um she ends up taking a small interest to Rato because Rato she like Rato is trying to prove like hey I'm different from all the other ones I'm different from all the other men or, or people that you've dealt with and um what's it called she's like eh whatever you know, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, whatever. And then we find out after they after they leave that she's in close contact with Arisa. And throughout the episode, like she has like brief communications and we find out Arisa is doing her own thing off the grid in order to try and save the world in her own way. So um, that's the reason why she's not you know, available for him. And she cautions Arisa. She's like, listen, Rato's a really good guy. He's got a, a horde of women all around him. Like you're going to lose him. And she's like, you know, that's fine if he falls in love with another woman. Cause even if he falls in love with another woman, I'll still always love him and him alone. And I thought that was really cute. Um, but in any case, he, they start to warm up to the girl and eventually um, she like, he, she finally gives in and was like, you know what, come back tomorrow and I'll start to tell you some stuff. Right. And they're like, okay, you know, whatever. And so they leave. And then that night she uh, is drugged. Someone basically drugs her and puts her in a fucking coma. Um, so someone is aware of what's going on. So that was actually pretty interesting. And no one knows who, although there's basically some like tension, like some drama that basically they're saying that like, oh, somebody perhaps within Rato's camp. So some there might be an enemy closer than they think. Um, but the episode ends with her in the coma. And then basically the nurse gives her a picture frame of her and her husband. And she tells uh, Rachel, they're like, listen, she told me her final words before she went to the coma were, if something happens to me, give him this picture. He'll know. And so she has the picture frame. Obviously, there's some sort of clue in the picture frame or on the picture or whatever the case is. So, um, yeah, solid, solid shit from that aspect. Um, I can't wait to see more because it's actually got an intriguing story. I'll be damned. A fucking etchy with an with a uh, with a fucking intriguing story. 
Uh, moving on, Love of Kill. Um, I'm trying to remember what the fuck Love of Kill happened. What happened on Love of Kill? Um, oh, so basically, um, after um, what's her face gets the message. Um, God damn it, I'm forgetting these. I've watched so many anime. I'm starting to forget these characters. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Let me go to Love of Kill on here. Thank God I have analysts so they can tell me what the fuck I'm missing. Uh, Love of Kill, Chateau. So Chateau, um, after her message from her mother, goes to visit her father's grave. And we get a flashback, basically, as she visits her father's grave of her life. We find out that she was adopted by her father. Um, her father's a former detective, and they, she, he was the one who picked her up when she was murdered. The interesting note is the guy who was murdered in the passenger seat of the car she was picked up in, they had Ryangha's passport and was Ryangha. And the other interesting part is when they looked up both the, the dead guy as Ryangha as well as uh, Chateau, they found out that neither person exists in the world, mm. which is very intriguing. And so um, we basically see, like I said, the story of Chateau growing up um, with her with her father and her family, basically. And so um, that was really nice as a whole. Um, the reason why we also get these flashbacks is that her mother is speaking to a family friend, someone around Chateau's age, a random gentleman. Um, maybe he'll have something to do with something later on. But for now, he was just talking to Chateau's mom about, you know, Chateau's past. So Chateau, uh, again, goes to the, the, the cemetery and visits the, uh, the grave, lays some flowers, says, you know, I love you. I'll be back. And a nurse who works at the cemetery, or not a nurse, I'm sorry, a nun that works at the cemetery goes to her and says, hey, you have a visitor in the church. He wants to speak to you and he's not going to leave until he, until he sees you. So he auto- she automatically knows it's fucking Ryangha. And so, um, they go, they have a talk. He tries to flirt. She's not having it. And at the same time that this is happening, basically some attackers from that syndicate that uh, is after Ryangha, um are going to kill basically Chateau. They know Chateau's there. They're going to try and kill her. Um, they don't expect Ryangha there. And so Ryangha basically and Chateau kill all the attackers. Um, and so Chateau realizes that the nun isn't around, the nun who told her um, about uh, Ryangha being there. The nun isn't around. So she goes back to her father's grave and we see that um, that she's been abducted. And we find out that she's been abducted by her attacker and her attacker is confirmed as Hosan, which is basically the guy who has a, a real big grudge on Ryangha. And so they have a brief struggle and eventually uh, he, Ho knocks out uh, uh, Chateau with a knee to the stomach or the, the solar plexus and basically knocks her unconscious. Um, Ryangha tries to go to her, but is you know unable to get there in time. And so he gets a phone call. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. He calls Chateau and Re- and Ho picks up Chateau's phone and they already know basically like, you know, like whatever, what, what the situation is. And Ho basically tells Ryangha like, hey, you know, meet us in like this abandoned, like this location or whatever. And you can pick her up, whatever the fuck. Basically, they go to meet. And so he does. They get into a fight. He shoots uh, Ho. And before he's going to finish Ho, um basically at the same time that chateau wakes up from being unconscious she notices that the car that she's in has a bomb in it and so i imagine she escapes but basically the episode ends with the car blowing up um and ryangha not knowing where um where chateau is to end the episode like i said i imagine she escaped that because plot so there's that strongest sage uh is uh strongest age is pretty good um i i really enjoy strongest age i would recommend because it's good comedy too as well and you if you like op people strongest age is one for you basically um they uh request everything's going well with the plan to to put the barrier up against the kingdom or for the kingdom rather against the demons um 
the uh, Matias asked the, the headmaster for some help. Like, why don't we ask the, the first uh, the first academy for help? And he says, like, well, you know, the, the tensions are strained and things of that nature. Like, you know, they don't really normally ask for help. And he's like, well, why don't you ask like the king? He's like, all right, I'll ask the king. So the king basically demands that the headmaster from first academy comes in. And the guy's a, a dickwad. He's an asshole, basically, like saying, like, we shouldn't have to work with you guys. You guys are inferior, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, how dare you? And like the results from the last tournament were nullified anyway. So we're still superior than you. And so uh, Matias is like, hey, I have an idea. Why don't we do a makeup? And the loser has to do what the other one says. And uh, the headmaster was like, hey, that's a fantastic idea. But I'll do it under the caveat that you or your party members don't participate. And he's like, okay. And the headmaster is like, are we really going to win? He's like, yeah, we're going to fucking kill them. We're gonna kick their ass, and so uh, the day of the of the um of the game start or of the competition rather, and we see fifty. I think it's like fifty of like the best like users, Crest users. They have like all the best Crest users. Fifty of them fucking from First Academy, right? They're all in, in unison, and they're gonna kick uh, Academy Two's ass. And so the second Academy brings out only five people, and they're like uh, what's considered the shittiest Crests of the of the of the the four crests that are available and so the headmaster is like oh you insult me like oh this is going to be easier than we thought like we're going to kick all your asses and so as like they're like oh begin the fight and so as all 50 begin to chant some sort of incantation the um the five people from um from second academy just use incantation list magic and fucking blow them all up and they get into like brief sword fights with some of them who survived and they basically kicked all their ass in like an instant so five guys beat 50 fucking people in an instant and it's not even his fucking his uh the op characters from the from the party and um the headmaster is like what the fuck this is ridiculous whatever and so he doesn't intend on um honoring the agreements and so the the headmaster actually brought the king to see this arrangement happen and um he as he coincidentally he's like oh even if the king said it i'm not gonna do it and then the king is like oh you dare defy me the king like take this traitor this uh this traitor away from me and he's like begging the king no and then basically we find out that everyone from first academy thought the headmaster was a piece of shit and they're glad to work with with second academy basically second academy is going to become the new first academy for what it's worth um meanwhile um basically um matthias takes his gang his party and iris uh which is the dragon um over to one of the dungeons and they're like hey we're going to use Iris's power and we're going to summon a super duper monster and we're going to get its magic stone because we need a giant magic stone for the core of the barrier. And so they do that. And Iris basically summons a monster that, you know, they shouldn't have fucking they shouldn't have um, summoned. But Matias is like, it's fine. We'll be able to defeat it. And so a battle happens basically where Iris uses they, he uses Iris as bait slash um, a distraction. And has Iris talk shit to the dragon in dragon, since she's a dragon. <laughs> and um, basically, at the end of the day, Matias uses some sort of crazy spell that takes a while to to build up. He had to build various magic uh, magic circles and put various magic stones in the center of the circles, and had to trigger them all simultaneously as the dragon was going to use his dragon breath technique. And basically, it blew up the fucking dragon and killed it. And they were able to get the magic stone. Um, at the end of the day, basically, they're like, "Oh, Iris held or Iris held her own. Like, I think she'll be a valued member of the party." And so so um, Matias extends the invitation for her to become a full-fledged member of the party, and she accepts, and all's well that ends well. Um, in an after-credit scene from uh, Genius, uh, not Genius Prince, I'm sorry, from um, uh, Strongest Age, we see the devils are all like you know in unison together, and there's we hear the main devil, um, which is basically um, the same voice actor. I love this voice actor too. He's the same voice actor as Jigen from Boruto. The same yeah. voice actor as um the guy from um the from uh Tower of God. 
Um, do you know what I'm talking about? The one of the main like proctors. The blue hair one? Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, I love him as a voice actor. He's so dope. Oh yeah. He's done various other roles as well. Um, and so I love him in every role that he does. He's so fucking cool. So um, there's that. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Anyway, uh Princess Connect. Holy shit, Princess Connect gave me the fucking best episode they've ever given in the series. It was fucking great. I made a comment literally before I watched the episode in our group, and I said, Hey, here's an anime, here's a show with fantastic animation, top-tier animation, and a shitty story. And you know, finally, they're starting to connect the dots slowly on the story. I'd be honest with you. I don't really know a lot of the character of the other side characters names. They all play pivotal roles. I just don't know many of their names. Like I barely know like the main characters names. So um, basically the episode starts with Pecorine uh, being teleported to the queen um, that basically that Carol um uh what's it called that carol goes to in secret so she gets teleported and we find out that um this queen is the woman who took away everything from pecorine or as she was known before as eustasia and so uh she takes everything from pecorine was like i'm the one who took everything from you like i'm gonna take your soul and like all this other stuff and pecorine's like no you're not like you know she's like you know trying to stand up but then she basically uses low ball tactics to kind of like discourage pecorine saying like listen like your biggest fear is to be left alone and to be forgotten i that happened before when i took everything from you and it's going to happen again when i take you away from your friends blah 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 and so this basically upsets pecorine a lot and she's like you know sad and fearful and things of that nature but eventually she kind of snaps out of it and she fights um she fights the the shadows that are in like the 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 queen's kingdom and she basically like had like she gets reaffirmed like you know like i'm no you're not like i'm gonna you know whatever she gives like some spiel at the end of the day about try having a meal with her or something something like you know nicely nicely nice that it was like whatever but basically the queen is like all right you know like i like that face even more than your face of despair um that's fine go ahead and continue to fight continue to, to, to fight and eventually when um you know when you have even more to lose i'll come and take your soul and you'll have even less than what you would have had today and basically teleports her out which is pretty cool um we also while this is happening we also see the fight between the rest of the gang and the shadows and the golem um we see yuki and uh yuki and then one of the other girls i forget her name but they basically go to protect the 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 living shadow that they have um and throughout that process they're also trying to get away the get, the get the shadows and the golem away from the city so that way you know they can you know protect the citizens or the islanders rather and so while this is happening basically yuki when he goes to save the shadow prince as she's doing that his powers activate and he gets a like a blip like he gets like some sort of like memory blip <laughs> excuse me and he sees one of the people again i forget their name but um he sees one of the people that um what's it called that helped uh bring like help resurrect him basically at the beginning of the series and okay. she's like listen um you're you were gonna open up a memory i can't let you see that memory basically they're in control of the fact that his memories are wiped um they're like you know they can't let you see that memory but i'll tell you a hint the shadows are basically bugs in the world and that's you know they need to be exterminated like you're basically clearing bugs like you would out of like a computer program and which is very interesting because this is like one of the first times that they really acknowledge the fact that there's some sort of like digital 
digital aspect to this world, which is pretty wild. And so they, you know, Yuki comes back, defeats all the shadows that are in the area, lets the gang know of this like fact that like this shadow that they have, like the shadows in general are bugs. And this one in particular is a bug that gained a conscience. And we find out basically because we see it in previous in a previous episode, I believe it was in season one, where um, <clears throat> a shadow can take the form of a human but it doesn't gain a conscience and the whoever is the the game master or like digital master or whatever the world can't allow two people of the exact the two exact same people to live and so that's why they don't really get to, to live very often um meanwhile as we see this there's like little blips in like the sky like you know how like you would see lag um and think of like seeing like lag on a computer screen um we basically see that in the sky of where they're at and then as they you do that you see a light come down from the lag which is pretty wild and this light ends up hitting the shadow like the shadow with the conscience and um basically kills her um as you know yuki's using his power trying to save him trying to save her trying to save her can't um and then in this moment <clears throat> we see a kind of like a flashback as he's using the power of what happened to yuki basically the people who saved yuki rewon time it's not a matter of yuki being deposited into the world um randomly from like another world he's not being isekai into this world he was already a member of this world um and was coming from the future basically uh to rewrite his past we see basically like him and the gang they have like an all-out drag out fight with the queen and the queen wins and kills yuki first and then ends up killing all the other like all of his other um guild members and so yuki gets saved by the two girls that you know save him and they i get as he's dying on like this on this gurney deathbed type of thing they asked him like hey you know, you can have a brand new life and you can forget about everything you learned or you can go back in time and you can try and rewrite the, the history that you just saw unfold before you. And Yuki begins to cry as he's bleeding out on this gurney. And basically the the the, the two women are like, all right, we know what to do. And so, um, you know, they hesitate at first, but they push like a button and like they basically reverse time with with uh, Yuki on the gurney and they, you know, crazily animated. This is where like the fantastic animation kicks in a fantastically wildly animated sequence happens where they reverse time using these clocks in like this universe and they end up throwing him back in time to where we see him in episode one. And we see all like things unfold where we see Pekarine eating a uh, uh, an onigiri and we see Yuki falling from the sky and we see Kokoro like tracking that like shooting star because she knows that that's going to be like the guy she needs to go after um it's really wild how they were able to connect that as that happens basically um the battle between the golems and the shadows and the rest of the guild is going kind of poorly they're fighting but they're overwhelmed and at the moment that Yuki comes back to comes back to basically and and we get to where he's at today um we see Pekarine basically is teleported onto the battlefield and she's teleported right above the golem. Everybody recognizes that Pekarine is there. They're like, holy shit, Pekarine, Pekarine, Pekarine. And um, basically Yuki basically activates his power to give Pekarine even more like firepower for her like ultimate attack. And she goes through like three or four rings of Yuki's power and she's like fully, fully like powered up and she delivers her, uh, her ultimate strike called Princess Strike. And it is fucking glorious how he she destroys the golem and all the shadows just fucking like nukes it. Just think of like fucking like 
think of like a death ray from the fucking from the from the, the atmosphere like coming down and that's princess strike and it's fantastically animated absolutely glorious explosion fucking beautiful absolutely beautiful and they defeat the golem in the shadows and the episode ends with them having a um a very like tearful reunion and them saying like you know i'm hungry let's eat you know which is kind of like the the back kind of like side story that you know they're the they're the gourmet guild they like to eat and they like to go and cook and shit so they're like i'm tired i'm hungry you know we've been through a lot let's go eat and everybody tearfully like says yeah and that's how the episode ends in an after credit scene for that anime we see the butterfly from episode four again i forget her name but basically she knows the circumstance she she basically flies back to where her her original body is and um, when she basically, uh, some, you know, comes back as herself, she's like, oh, this ought to be interesting. And we see the queen is waiting for her at that, like the stasis crystal from where her body's at. So that's uh, pretty wild from that standpoint. But yeah, this is definitely the best episode that they've ever done. I'm fully like invested in this shit now. So as much as like we get comedy and as much as we get like a, a story where like the characters aren't like so meaningful as where I fucking remember their names. Um, it's still a wildly, beautifully animated show with plenty of action. And the story is really starting to, you know, show out and really kind of, again, start putting two and two together, which is something I'm really good at. And another point I wanted to make before I, I finish with Princess Connect is the uh, show was actually made is is a, a byproduct of a game. The Princess Connect Redive game is out there and it's a lot more detailed and there's a lot more in it. So um, I'm very curious because, you know, anytime I've seen a show that's based off of a game, it hasn't been particularly great. But, you know, now, you know, uh, Princess Connect is really starting to really show out and connect with me like i said I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how how it progresses and if it will continue with this on or whatever the case would be from that standpoint and uh finally my final one <clears throat> is uh boruto and again boruto is getting really good basically they all head on this rickety ship and they're heading toward the island where denki's at the remote island where denki and uh and team five are at um they you know kawaki's battling his seasickness again but it's not as bad as before and basically a lot of the anime or i'm sorry a lot of the the episode focuses this time on the the rift between uh team seven and um the seven swordsmen or swordswomen in this instance uh that are there they like to start shit and talk shit and it pisses everybody off um except kagura and we find out you know kagura ends up having like a talk with boruto of like why he you know how boruto was the reason why like kagura was able to step out of it and he found like solace in him and so he's trying to be that for the for the for the ninja sword women and things of that nature um you know the typical boruto stuff typical naruto like you know like yo you know inspiration talk no jitsu type shit um but the majority of the episode focuses on um on the attack for the funato the funato basically are going around destroying islands and things of that nature um when they finally get to the island where um where denki and crew are at they send mitsuki and sarada because they're the best out of the group that are for recon because mitsuki has his snakes and sarada has the sharingan so um they're able to do a lot of recon so they send them out and you know they they try to be as quiet as they can they take out a couple people using uh some poison that is in uh, mitsuki's snakes so they take out a couple people they're able to get to like where like the the leader that took over the island uh, not that head leader but just the leader of like whatever gang took over the island where they're at they try and find out information there ends up being like a small battle between like them and one of the um one of the the bots one of like the gold bots that are um sent over to the island with denki and crew because it's uh, basically uh, an attack feature is turned on on accidentally and so 
um, using that bot though, after they're able to switch it off of attack mode, the bot ends up leading them over to where Dinky and the crew are at. And everybody basically kind of reunites from that standpoint. Um, as that's happening, the episode run or not the episode, I'm sorry, the um the 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 daytime runs late and they end up in nighttime. Uh Boruto ends up having that conversation I mentioned with Kagura, and they're wondering, like, oh, where the hell is everybody? Where the hell is everybody? And as they're doing that, a giant tidal wave comes over and almost washes the fucking boat out. And they're like, what the fuck? Excuse me. And they end up seeing the um the giant like warship that the head of the Funato are on um as well. And we find out from a couple episodes when the Funato clan were dealing with like some like rich like governor type of thing type of person, they end up killing them. And that's how they got the warship. And it comes out that like that governor was working with the Funato to try and restore them, which is pretty interesting. So um i gave it a very brief synopsis but the episode is getting really really good from that standpoint pretty soon we're gonna have um pretty soon we're gonna have a a a pretty decent battle between the funato and team seven team five and the ninja swordsman so that'll be pretty fucking cool from that from that standpoint so uh that's it for me all right very good now you ready for these nine that we gotta do together it was eight now it's nine right Three, it is now nine. <laughs> six, seven, we're, we're, eight, nine. Yeah, now we're gonna start with the new ones. No, are we gonna start with the new ones and we're gonna end with oh so we're gonna end with platinum end and the other one? No, no, no. We're we're gonna end with demon. I was like, we're 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 gonna start with the one we added to our list. Oh, you wanna start with Shamu? I was gonna say said. we should we should go over platinum end and then start with Shamu. All right. Uh we'll do platinum end, the previous seasons. Yes, indeed. Uh this episode was really fucking dark. That yeah, from we we find a new god candidate, Suji Suji Nakaumi. Yes, listen. Uh, before Matt continues to talk about this, as a warning for anybody that may listen to us and end up watching the show or want to hear our thoughts beforehand, um, yo, if you have struggles with mental illness, if you have had have had or do currently have suicidal thoughts, this is a very serious episode that may. You may like want to exercise caution because it's fucking it's deep. It's dark. And uh, yeah, we even saw a report of some fucking 12 year old kid in Sri Lanka or something fucking commi- yeah, in India. India, committing suicide because he's like, I want to be just like them. Not realizing it's fucking fake. And he killed himself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I can't imagine if you if he would have seen this episode or maybe he did see this episode and that's what triggered him. Who knows? But um, episode 17 is one of the darkest episodes of anime I've probably ever seen. And you know what is crazy is I personally have never had had suicidal thoughts um, or ever considered suicide. But. The talks that Suji gives to Mirai and Co. He makes a lot of good fucking points. I'm sorry, he really made some some decent points. Suicide's never the answer, but in terms of his ideology of suicide, which is basically what the majority of the episode covers, is the ideology of suicide. Um, it's pretty valid to me, truthfully. Like it made a lot of sense, and I was like, wow, I totally fucking see that, and that's scary. That's really fucking scary. So, um, go ahead and give them the uh, rundown. As my cat, no. <laughs> you good, Matt? Did I trigger something with you? No, 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 no. I was waiting for you to finish. Finish. Yeah, it was good. Was like, okay. Go ahead, go ahead and okay. give him the rundown, buddy. All right, all right. Uh, we picked up where we left off with uh, Kanade's friend, uh, meeting Say Mirai. Hi. Say hi. And he's like, Oh, shit. hey, there's an arrow, there's gods. <laughs> and then the guy gets shot with the arrows. Like, hey, are you a god candidate? He's like, Yeah, you're gonna work with us, okay. <laughs> And then, yeah, then we find out about the other god candidate, uh, Shuji Nak- Nakumi. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you find out he has the red arrow. And this kid he's wants to die. He's a, he's a first grade. He's got wings. He's too. a first grader. Yes, he he wants to die despite all of the despite having the red arrow. And he was actually ready to kill his uh, little brother. No, it, 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 the re- it's so dark because freaking homie. Uh, what's it called? He shot his. So his his mother left his mother. So his mother had left them. For a young, yeah, and, and then family the father for a was guy, miserable. And the father was miserable. He shot the father with the red arrow. And like, when he hey, saw him depressed, and it was like, you should kill yourself. And he's like, okay. And he drowned himself. He then went to the mother's house, shot the mother, and said, you should kill yourself. And she's like, okay. And she overdosed on pills. And basically, when the, the new man, her new husband was there, was like, I wanted to die with her. And he shoots him. He doesn't die. And he's like, oh, he's like, I found out the people that shot, they want to die, don't really want to die. It's always the people that are quiet that want to die and they mean it. And I was like, what the fuck? That is so dark. And yep. so basically, when when Mirai steps in, he's about to shoot his brother with the red arrow because he wants to die. Yeah, it's so like, he's, okay, like, like he's going to die and then I'm going to kill myself. And he's going to kill himself, which is pretty fucking insane. And what is his, uh, his, his, uh, his angel was the angel of what? Angel of Darkness? I think it was the Angel of Darkness. Ogaro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the Angel of Darkness. It's a he. It's a she. It's a she? Yes. Are they are, they, are you sure it's not a they? I'm, I'm might looking, be a they. I am I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's a she. That's a nigga. <laughs> Bro! That's what it is. No, no. She is she is one of the 13 angels. She's a nigga. Yes. Bruh. What the fuck, man? Yeah, okay. O- yeah, Ogara is a she. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that was my train of thought. Ah, oh, dad damn it. Oh, what you call it? What's you're, meant- you're just hearing your ears. Like, she's a nigga. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm not saying it on screen. but <laughs> <laughs> I can say it because I'm Spanish. I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Mizuki, that's the guy's name. He's like, hey, you shouldn't kill yourself. Why? Uh, you know, people will miss you. And it's like, <laughs> no, just no, no. no. Uh, basically, it led to the point where everyone's like, no, you're coming with us. You're going to go with these uh, FBI people because we need to actually discuss, like, all of us need to discuss who should be God. Because mm-hmm. not, we're going to be, they're going to, the government's going to take us and use us as a weapon. So it's a race. It is a race against, <laughs> they got plenty of time, but not with government trying to hunt them down or use them as weapons. So that happens. Uh, they eventually get to the FBI's house. Uh, Shuji's freaking out. I was like, oh, shit, it's a girl. She's cute. I'm going to go sit in this corner. You know, I'm very curious. Before you continue, um, what's the guy's name? Kanade's friend? Kanade's friend is uh, Mizukio. So it's very interesting that he got shot by Mirai and he yeah. gets effects of like, you know, he's defending Mirai when he's talking to Suji. But he still mentions that he likes and loves his girlfriend. Which, in theory, shouldn't he not really want to fuck with his girlfriends now that he's got Mirai? Yeah, but I think the, the fact that the Mirai told him what he wanted him to do, he just left it at that. Mm. Like, 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 you're basically our ally. That's it. Yeah, he said, you're just, which is interesting. Pretty much. Okay. Not like, hey, who do you love? Or, hey, fall in love with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all that happened with that. And it just eventually, okay, the plan is to get everyone together. So Saki and Mirai uh, go into town with their suits. And mm-hmm. it led to, what's that kid's name again? Susumu. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Susumu. Yeah, Susumu actually comes out of hiding. He's like, oh, God, you guys are here. Wait, is it really you? 
Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, well, shoot with your arrow and find out. Shoot the arrow, and he and Mirai deflects like how he did with Metropolitan. Mm. Like, ah, oh, see, it's really me. It's like, holy shit, it's you. All right, good. Now I actually joined you, bro, 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 bro. All that. Oh, uh, yeah. And they still cannot find the sixth candidate. Cannot. Yeah, nowhere to be found. Which is very interesting. Uh, I, I think he did pop up though. Wouldn't that be crazy if he was like like the president of the United States or some shit? No, I, I think we saw him talking. Did the we? professor. The professor. Yeah, that was given the one that was like giving a lecture. I don't recall. But well, we see him in the EOP. So. Okay. Yeah. I don't watch yeah, the EOPs hardly, you know. Okay. I watched him a couple times so I can listen to the well, songs and get a feel for him. Well, well, yeah. The, well, he's actually in the EOP. He did, I guess we didn't fully reveal him yet. Okay. Mm. No problem. Mm. No problem with that. And so they, all right. So it's now all the four of them together. And now, okay, now we got the fifth one, the girl, the one that's uh, held captive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by the police. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, uh, well, uh, get me out of here. Uh, eventually, the angels start talking to her. It's like, oh, who's she talking to? Oh, it's probably her angel. Yeah, they don't see them. So, yeah. Like, all right, I act like we're not here. Right, we right. have a plan. Yep, yep. And then she's like, well, uh, can we get started? And that was where the episode ended. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. aside from the dark thing with Shuji and his life, the rest of the episode is just eh. Yeah. Oh, God. What if he becomes God? Who? The suicidal kid, Shuji. Well, they said, like, oh, you should become God. It makes suicide like an okay thing. And then the fucking detect- detective's like, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> what? <clears throat> so become God, kill himself to kill humanity. It was better than fucking Kanade becoming God. What is that? Yeah, you know, I just, I did, I did say they, God should kill himself to reboot the human race. When did you say that? What the fuck? God, to go. <laughs> oh, nani. I was, like, I was like, you know, it's like so, I think God needs to die to start over. Nani? Oh God, that would be the stupidest ending. <laughs> <laughs> you said your friend told you the ending, so you know the ending. I didn't <laughs> listen to him. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, let's just move on. Uh, mm. Requiem of the Rose King. No, we're going to move on to Sesamu. Uh, Shenmue, damn Shenmue. it. Shenmue. I always say Shenmue. Have you not played the games? No, I have not. Oh, God damn it. They're games? <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Go men. Yeah, Go men. Was, this was my favorite game growing up as a kid <laughs> on I... the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, the first game I ever played was fucking Pokemon Pictures on N64. I kid you not. That's the very first video game like console I ever played was N64. Actually, you know what? You know what? I'm lying. I played um um I think it was this, I think it was Sega. I think I did play Sega. I played uh, uh Starfire. Genesis? Yeah, oh, Genesis. I played Genesis and it was a uh, Starfire. Like Star oh, Fox? Okay. Star Fox. That was the very okay. first one I ever played. But the first one I played, I remember like consistently, besides that one, was N64. I played Pokemon Pictures. And I also played the um the the toy the toy game, like the ah oh, fuck, the, the the toy army men. Yeah. The toy army men game. Yeah, I used to love. Okay. Fuck out of it. Yeah, it was like a, it wasn't like a Toy Story spinoff or something like that. Maybe I don't remember. Well, anyway, the new one we added was Shenmue, uh, which became a Crunchyroll slash Adult Swim exclusive, mm-hmm. and this has been around for over twenty years. Uh, the first game, I loved it. Me and my brother played it. It's my favorite game. Then Shenmue two on the Xbox. And then, like almost tw- then, fifteen years later, we got Shenmue three, <laughs> and that was actually a disappointing. <laughs> mm. But again, if if you liked it, for, if you 
we're playing it for gameplay, yeah, it's gonna be bad. But it, it, like, we just play it for the actual story. Mm-hmm. Wano about Ryo Hazuki trying to get revenge finally, his dead father. Mm-hmm. We still haven't got it after all these years, mm-hmm. and now it's an anime retelling it almost. But uh, we're gonna get right to it. Um, it picks up with hey, uh, Ryo. Azuki is a normal high school kid. And then one day, he's gonna, I'm going to go to the martial arts tournament for my school. I'm going to go win for my school. And while it's going on, the Chinese mafia goes to the Hazuki Jojo. We see the villain Landy. Mm-hmm. So while Ryu won the tournament, like, yeah, it's going to celebrate. No, nope, <laughs> I got to go. Uh, his childhood friend was being harassed by bullies. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rio's like, ah, nah, I gotta step in. And uh, he does. He takes care of the two boys. Like, that's like how you did when you played the game. And we got Tom, the hot dog guy. I remember him. You always said no to buying his hot dogs. Bro, freaking this guy was like, yo, they got a Japanese guy clearly speaking English. And it's so horrendous. It's he's, just, he's, he's actually uh, American. Huh? Yeah, Tom's American. No, I know Tom's American. I'm saying they have a Japanese guy speaking like him. Uh, I know, I know. And oh, I'm just man. like, it's so. Uh, shit. I don't know. If there's, so a, I don't know. If there's a dub yet, but I hope they got the dub voices like in the game. <laughs> oh my god, it's so shit. Funny enough, uh, Ryu and Landy is their actual original Japanese voice actor. Really? Yeah, from the games. <laughs> oh, that's fucking wicked. That's fucking great. I was like, yes. Nice. nice. I, 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 I was happy for that, but uh. Yeah, uh, Rio comes home. Uh, he sees the door kicked down. Their sign kicked down. Goes in. Ine-san is knocked out. She's like, "Oh, like your father's in trouble in the dojo." Uh, that guy gets kicked for the door, knocked out. Like, ah, fuck! I'm a weak shit. Mm-hmm. Rio comes in. He sees his father fighting Landy, and Landy fucking claps his father, beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Rio tries to jump in, gets his shit kicked in. Like, you're not ready to fight. You're not ready to be. He's like, okay, I want the dragon mirror. If you don't, I'm going to kill your son. He's like, wait, the cherry tree. Don't, don't kill my son. He's like, hey, you remember the guy you killed? Yeah, back then. He's like, oh, so you're like, well, get up. I'm going to go kill you. Fight like a man while you die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kill, kills Rio's father while, they, while his henchmen get the dragon mirror. And then they leave with Rio's father dying in Rio's arms. Mm-hmm. And has that permanent cut on his face. That's why he has a bandage on his face for the rest of it. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Yep, imagine that. Character development. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, we go to some time has passed. Like, his father's dead. He's uh, talking to his crush. Mm-hmm. I, keep forgetting her, I keep forgetting her name. Ah, but uh, anyway, uh, yes, it's, she's, he's on a date with her. They talk to Tom. Like, oh, yeah, there was this black car that was, like, owned in the road. Like, hit my truck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, well, we're not getting hot dogs here. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. They don't like his hot dogs. <laughs> Why do they always say no to the hot dogs? I don't, you know, I don't know. And when he does say yes, Tom goes back to America. Mm-hmm. The one time. <laughs> so all that happens, uh, they get Robin instead. Rio goes home and he gets an intruder, uh, Chai, the crazy old man. The fucking guy and- looks like, like, like a scribe. Like that 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 kind of irked me because they don't meet until near the end of the first game. Really? Yeah. Like you see him in the middle, like 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 a, like like, like the spying on on Rio during one of the missions, and then yeah, he kidnaps the girl. That like near the very end of the game, before the game ends, that's where you fight him. I didn't realize that fucking this was a whole game. It's pretty wild. Oh yes, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, a lot a lot of people are popular. And we never. Thought we we never thought we were gonna get a Shenmue three, but we got it. But you know, things mm. happen. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, it's crazy. The story's still not done. <laughs> the story's not done for the game? In general, yeah, no. Hmm. So I don't know if to wait another 15 years for uh, Shenmue 4 or... <laughs> Maybe they'll fucking release it on PS5 or Xbox. Well, the, as I say, Shenmue 3 was a uh, PS4, so... Oh, there you go. Yeah, again, yeah, but we'll see what happens with the fourth game if there is one, or they're gonna find another way to conclude the story because I don't know how old the creator is now. Uh, but anyway, um, Charlie kicks Rio's ass for a bit. Then Rio, like, all right, well, uh, I gotta go fight, I'm gonna go fight for real now. Kicks the shit out of him. Chai runs away and like, well, I made my mind, I'm going to ki- I'm going to go find. Landy, get my revenge, and then find out what the fuck my dad did in the past. Like, I need to know more about my... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where the episode ends. I was super hyped. I loved the shit out of this. I was like, this is so fucking cool. Uh, the, action, the action of this is great. This is great. This is a great fucking like, episode. I was like, yo, I hope this shit continues, because this is fucking dope. Yeah, I do hope it continues. Uh, nitpicking with uh, where, char- where the characters go where, I still enjoy this. Mm-hmm. So I hope they don't rush this. Like, oh yeah, let's put let's put all the games in the twelve episodes. I hope that's not the case. Thirteen I, episodes. Thirteen episodes, yeah, and I hope I hope I hope they don't either. Yeah, like just basically just make the first season the first game, and you'll be fine. Yeah, you definitely do a lot there. There's so many characters, There's so much you can do. Mm-hmm. Just don't rush it. Um, at the beginning of the series, when they find, uh, I guess whatever that that sculpture mirror thing is, the mirror is, is that part of um the first game as well the the mirrors yes at the beginning you know there he's with some woman and they light up the... that's they meet in the second game okay so that's a flash forward yes okay they they will meet i still know they're going to do it for this season or wait till next season i feel like they're going to do it for this season you think they're going to flash forward to that too yeah they, they even showed her like quite a bit and you didn't know who the hell she was until you played the second game and mm-hmm. the only time they really interacted was around the very end of it mm. yeah and the second game uh, yeah, they're the very end of the second game. It was when they first interact. Yep. The woman that we saw at the very beginning light up. Yep. The, that's not that's not a good sign. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, we are. <laughs> Still, I don't know much about it, so I can't scrutinize it the same way you can. But I'm definitely looking forward to more of that. That shit was dope. I know. I'm again. I'm very <laughs> excited for what comes next. Indeed. I, I just I, I just want it to go right. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, it was a uh, Nozomi. That that's the girl. That's the childhood game. Mm, okay. There we go. That's hopefully, hopefully gets a smash. Yeah. Uh. No. 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 Oh God. Okay. Yeah. But, say no more, fam. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna say anymore. But yeah, the answer is a no. Well, mm. <laughs> yeah, that is what happened, and then move it on. <laughs> now we'll do Rose King. All right. Go ahead. All righty. Uh, we get introduced to Anne, and you get to the relationship of uh, Richard and. When uh, when Richard decides to live with the uh, what's the guy's name? The Kingmaker. That's his name. Um, it's like, like like the one that says I serve I serve only the real king. Yeah, if like it's Franz or something, not Franz. Um, some shit like that. Just call him Kingmaker. Kingmaker. Yes, we'll call him the Kingmaker. Just call him Kingmaker. Uh, yeah, he tells Richard like, all right, you're gonna live with me for a while because all this shit's going on. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, see Richard having little issues with himself, and while Joan of Arc is like, "Oh, you love." You love Henry. That's why you're acting like this. It's so interesting. It's so that's such a wild like thing to me. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, but yeah, with uh, with Richard and their thing was always mutual. So it's kind of so it's kind of funny. This be like how Richard is determined to marry Anne. 
you know, well, in it the actual me... fight, it's just a mutual thing. In the actual, hold on. So you said in the in the actual, in the actual like, like actual play, like it's a mutual thing. They want to marry each other. No, like, like this, they were like just friends. Mm. That type of thing. I find and, it... and was engaged to another person. I just find it interesting. I feel like I feel like perhaps maybe the anime. Is, I don't know if it's purposely being that way, but it's maybe touching on the fact of you know gender neutral or gender queer people that you know they they force themselves to to you know fucking go for like the the sex that they're supposed to go to right and, you know perhaps mm-hmm. that's why and then they find you know that's what the, we see with Anne. Meanwhile, he does love Henry. Although she may, he makes a good point of like the fact that when he's with Anne, like he feels at ease, like he feels this is right. He's not annoyed the same way Henry makes him annoyed. So I thought that was an yeah. uh, interesting correlation. Yeah. And the fact that like he was willing to give all claims to his inheritance, his titles mm-hmm. and like just just water, mm-hmm. like no power, no nothing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And Anne is like falling for Richard, too. And that was just again, he has this confliction with Henry. Mm-hmm. So it was like a mind fuck for him. it is so i don't know what they're gonna do it's gonna definitely be an inter- interesting way they're going to handle it <laughs> i love this anime because it's so unique from anything that i watch it's so i also love the time. shade in dark color yeah, yeah, yeah I, like, cool. I like i like that it's not bright yeah, i concur i concur like saw so that many other animes are very like vivid and bright this is very like dark and the way that the um the atmosphere of it the atmosphere is yes again atmosphere is very dark i agree and yeah dude like it's i agree it's just fucking kind of wild when you think about it but it's so unique and that's what keeps me captivated like it's a very 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 captivating fucking show to me and that's that's wonderful truly is wonderful all right uh but yeah um again good thoughts great episode yeah, great episode. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was done. Oh, we find uh, Elizabeth's pregnant now as well. Right. And it's crazy as they have like the beginning of the episode starts basically with Warwick is his name. Warwick. Okay. Warwick is the kingmaker's name. Warwick and um and uh, what's the other girl's name? No, I'm trying to think of the um the queen. No, um, king is it? Uh, Edward? No, um, not George. Is it Edward? King Edward? No, Edward's the, the the second brother. I think it's... Is it Edward? Anyway, the king and Warwick are basically going back and forth and shit. And we see that Warwick has to go back to, to the king of to the king of France and was like, oh, this is the type of favor you, you you show me? Like, you know, like, are you... This is the man you, like, sacrifice so much for and he comes and this is how he repays you? Like, it was, you know, pretty interesting when you think about it from that perspective. And... um, It's Edward. It is Edward. Okay. And we see basically Edwards there introduces Elizabeth. Elizabeth is like, you know, the devil she is, is like smiling like, oh, I love this. This is fantastic that they're fighting over me, whatnot, you know, and shit. Then we see later on she ends up being pregnant and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, Liz- yeah. yeah, Elizabeth is trouble. <laughs> Major trouble. This is pretty uh, wild. Like, you know, you know, it just dawned on me. Does this have to do like a little bit like with like, do you ever see the tutors? The tutors? Yeah, did you ever see the show The Tudors? I have not. Showtime, it had to do with Henry VIII, and it has a lot of some of these, like Anne Boleyn and things like that. Yeah, no, I haven't watched that. It's pretty fucking cool. I never finished it, um, but it's a really good series. Um, and yeah, dude, um, it kind of reminds me of that from that standpoint, except obviously less sexual. Like they actually show sex in that series and whatnot, but so this is less sexual, but right. yeah, dude. No, it's yeah, yeah. She's definitely a red flag, and Edward's like, yeah, she's fine. She's yeah, all good. 
I'll do this. Yeah, like, she's yeah. hot. I trust her. I want her to use Monko that her husband already beat up. Yeah, I could I could make it feel brand new. <laughs> brand new indeed. But yeah, it's one of the most unique series. Like I could keep saying it, but it's so true. It's one of the most unique series that I watch. I recommend it a lot, especially if you uh, if you're a fan of, of of theater and Shakespeare and things along those lines. Like this will definitely captivate you. Like it's captivated me for sure. All right, moving on. Genius Prince. What I, the I fuck wish we, happened to I wish, could, I wish we would have seen this week's episode, but we didn't get a chance to. It's a shame. But yeah, well, what the fuck with Gerard? Oh, I know, dude. What the fuck? Guy's a uh, fucking but, moron. But you know what? Absolute deep the D. That was also very satisfying. Not in that way. Yeah, but yeah, what you call it? Wayne really just figured out uh, Royal's uh, basically her little plot. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, uh, I know you're going to do this. Uh, you're going to try to do this, uh, try to marry someone else. You want to do rebellion, try her, try to win the war for her grab ass to play. Like, but yeah, I have 500 people. Grab ass. So, like, it's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And you dragging me is not going to many better. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah. Then we see, uh, yeah, we see Gerard, we see Gerard as men and uh, what's her face? Nim. Has this angry look on her face. Oh, yeah. She's pissed. He's like, they're, they're talking down on you. She's big pissed. Like, I, I don't like I don't like him for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I should kill him for you. Like, let me kill him. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Wayne's like, you should think of Happy Foss. He's like, all right, what, what Happy Foss? Well, you can think about me. It's like, okay. <laughs> and it just sits on his lap. Okay, if it wasn't for Marin, I would have picked her as best. Yeah, she is one of the best girls. She's definitely it's like, like goddamn it. Like, I, I, I want to pick her, but fucking Marin. <laughs> you can't. It's gonna be so hard. The best boy is gonna be hard this season, but best girls kind of. Yeah, because yeah, cause we don't have because we don't have Aaron for Attack on Titans. <laughs> so it would be. Easy. I would have not picked him over fucking. I know, but they're like, oh, why didn't you pick the God? Him? He's the best. The God. It's like you, you don't know shit about anime. If you don't like him. Oh my. God. Anyway, calm down. <laughs> anyway, they had this banquet. They're gonna go. Okay, uh, uh, Mina is going to marry Gerard. Use him for her rebellion while the brothers are fighting each other. They're all right, sure, no problem. Then Gerard's like, "Hey, Wayne, uh, I heard you like fencing. How about a sword fight?" He's just like, "Oh, giggity, I don't giggity, know. go." He's like, "Oh, I'm not good. I'm not that good. Ah, fight me. It's this is for fun. You pussy." He's like, "Well, okay." <laughs> Then Wayne's like, okay, I can't, I don't want to lose, but I gotta also make him look good. <laughs> right. So like, okay, Wayne, okay, well, what if I parry his weapon and I drop mine, make it a stalemate? That's the logical outcome. It doesn't go that way. <laughs> like it hits him. Like he try he tries to let go of his weapon. He's like, oh shit, it's too late. Yep. I made him look like an idiot. So Gerard starts charging in. Like, oh shit, oh, what do I do? I, I can't fight back. Um, I'll try and pretend to pick, pick up my weapon on the ground. And then Gerard goes, runs past him, keeps running, goes outside, Bro, that guy's and ridiculous. falls off the falls off the edge. What a fucking deed to do. Lands on his head, breaks his neck, and you hear the crunch. Yeah. I thought it was the bushes, but then I was like, oh no, that's his neck. No, yeah, he's dead. And it's like, what fucking the fuck? <laughs> Absolute fucking moron. Yeah, and then Lowell's like, you know what? I should probably go. <laughs> right. 
Like it's not, <laughs> it's not good for me to be here right now because of this. Eventually, I'll have you change your mind, but I should go. <laughs> y'all are gonna get me killed. Yeah, then Gerard's dad's like, "What happened?" Oh, they said he tripped, or no, nope, it was assassins. No way, he's stupid. Sure, okay. It was, it was all. It was by they. They, they didn't he, he say his and, idiot son at some point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, they no, he he kills like, nope, it was assassination, full on assassination. Like, but this is. <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely this is definitely this is definitely funny as hell. This whole show, it is funny, and, and I love these characters. I love yeah. these characters. Wayne, Nim, Mina. Wayne and Nim, obviously the favorites. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely Nim. Mm-hmm. Love her. Uh, but yeah, another fun one. That is uh, justice. Uh, but yeah, we didn't watch the latest episode, but uh, yeah, we're still gonna talk about it. We'll talk about it next week, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the episode basically ends. Or are you gonna keep on going or no? No, you can go. You can go. I was gonna say basically after Nim's like yeah I should or not Nim after uh, Lola's like like yeah we should dip right and uh what's it called they basically Loa comes over to see Wayne and Wayne is like you know what and like here's what's going on for real for real like oh wait did you you didn't even go over at the very beginning when Loa came over for tea and fucking was basically like I, I I said Wayne basically figured it out without her saying anything. Oh, but I mean, the way you should have detailed it. I didn't go in depth with it, no. Oh, man, it was so fucking good. So, But basically, they end up coming together at the end of the episode. They're like, all right, let's try and make this work out. Because at the end of the day, like, yo, like they're going to think assassination. And you, I'm sure you want us to fight, but we're going to go bankrupt if we fight another war right now. So let's try yeah. and do this diplomatically. And um, it's interesting to see that the uh, that the, the king of of um, Antigal is just like, oh, shit, like what did they found out? Which obviously they have found out. They're like, oh, my God, they found out. But not nah, didn't find out. And so they're like preparing for this uh, battle, basically. And so Nim and Lo, I'm sorry, uh, Loa and uh, Wayne are trying to come up with a strategy to diplomatically defeat Antigal without going into war. Um, or if they do fight with a maximum of 500 troops, which is uh, pretty small in comparison to that, I think they said like 5,000 or 10,000 that uh, Anthigal has. So interesting shit there for sure. All right, moving on. Tokyo 24 Ford. Good episode. Fuck, I feel bad for, I, I really felt bad for Kudai. Yeah. Yeah, we picked up where we left off and then you basically uh, ran with, was it Kunai's grandma? Yeah. That you went to? Yeah. Yeah, they talk about like, oh yeah. She's like, oh, I've been feeling better ever since I got this device from him. Because you know, I got the I had the dementia. My body's shutting down on me. Yeah, yeah. And then Rand used that to try to. I think he used it. I think he used the tracking. No, he used yeah, the track he, kunai. Yeah, he used it to track kunai because using the body metrics. Right, right. But yeah, and then we find out why kunai is doing all this. Mm-hmm. Like this company's like, oh yeah, we're gonna buy this. We're gonna make everything good. Mm-hmm. And you find out. And yeah, he got suckered into doing it. And it's like, oh, they're using it for drugs. Yeah, it's, you know, that's such a, I was going to mention that. That's such a unique plot line. Like, you, not an actual physical drug where you can see, smell, taste. Yeah. Um, it's a fucking mental drug that you get by going into the dark web um, on your phone and using it to listen to like some some altered like altered music that messes with your biometrics in your body right that's fucking wild i was like wow that is fucking cool i was yeah, blown away and, yeah it's very before. interesting how they did all that and it's like holy crap <laughs> i was for sure blown away dude yeah, so now yeah because that's why kuda wants to get rid of all these people that's why he wants to blow up that yeah it's like they did this they don't care they don't care about us they don't really we're, care about us. Pretty much, like, 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 where are these hoodlums, these criminals that they think? 
Mm-hmm. I really can't do anything about it. And then, what would you call it? Uh, Koki told Ryan, like, oh, yeah, we are, we're going to find the guy. Like, don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, stay out of it. Mm-hmm. Then Ryan's like, pretty much like, ah, nah, fuck that. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm good, Chief. Because, like, yeah, like, like, yeah, that's my friend. So so while that's going on, Shuta was trying to, was in the was in the yacht, mm-hmm. trying to get this drug from the, what was, was in the brief, briefcase. Mm-hmm. Does it, and he fails to grab it because yeah he didn't have a window of opportunity he's like fuck i gotta do it now mm-hmm. i got the point like yeah get out of there like mm-hmm. you're fucked <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like oh shit right away Nigeru! Nigeru do you! <laughs> Nigeru! uh yeah ran eventually meets uh kunai at the uh subway this abandoned mm-hmm. subway mm-hmm is like, hey, like you don't have to do this type of thing. Like you could have talked to me. I could have helped you. So while he, like, he, was, like, he was talking to him, like, he was about to like use it. Like he just had him. Like he was about to. He calmed him down. Yeah. And then uh, Koki's like, all right, fire, shoots him. <laughs> savage, bro. So Kudai gets shot. He's like bleeding out. Fucking he, like, savage. He, he could have. He could have ended it with a push of a button. Like could have ended all those. And it led to the point where Ran would almost push that button. Yeah. Then Kudai's like, don't. Like let like be like like be this artist that you want to be. Yeah. yeah like be that person I admired. Like don't bro. If Rand would have pushed the button, yeah, that would have been caused a lot of tension between the three. Oh, a lot of tension. Okay, way to fucking downplay that shit. <laughs> oh yeah. He, well, he would have been killed. I'm sure. <laughs> he would have been like, ah oh, shit, I gotta kill him. Yeah, basically at this stage. But no, he didn't. He keeps his uh sanity morality intact. And yeah, fuck. <laughs> That was a dark end. Definitely a dark yeah. end. But yeah, this is probably my favorite episode except for the, the pilot. This whole series is good, dude. It's a very underratedly good. It's flying under the radar, honestly. In terms no, of, it's definitely in terms of top series. anime of the season. Yeah, it won't be high, but it's still a good, still a good number for the season. A, a lot of these, a lot of these are just so like unique, and that's what make them look Yeah, good. but it's just the fact that it, they're all being overshadowed by Demon Slayer Attack on Titan. I know, I know. Yeah. I find it funny that we could like, oh, check out the parkour anime, and yeah, the, that, and all of a sudden it's not parkour anymore. It was just that one episode. Yeah, basically, dude. Like, oh damn, it. I thought it was parkour the anime. No, it's just that one guy. <laughs> For real, dude. I, I felt bad when I advertised as a parkour anime. Like, gosh, it's not look at me like, you're looking at me like I'm a fucking weirdo now. <laughs> But no, I, 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 I'm enjoying this a lot, so I'm very happy. Likewise, buddy. Likewise. All right. Moving on. Realist Hero. It's so good. Th- this is this is so much better than part one. I'm I'm, le- I'm debating, honestly, making this a five. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go that high yet. Not until it's over. But it's, Yeah, I know, no, no. I know. But, it, so but, it, but again, like any problems I had, like they fixed them here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wish we saw more of Pancho and Tamo, but they're not that important anymore. So I don't want to see Poncho. Poncho doesn't, you know, Poncho was. Yeah, like, but like they, they, they played all, all these people. It's like a big deal. Like now they're not. Poncho was a little annoying. I can't lie. Tomo is interesting. We and Tomo, I, I am 100% sure Tomo is going to play a major part in one of probably. One I know. Of, that's why yeah. I'm like, I need, I want more Tomo. I don't want to be like, oh, I agree. Plot, something to pull out, pull out of their ass near the, near the end of the season. Tomo. Oh my God. No, I agree. I agree with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we get a death sentence off basically with uh, Carla. And what's the, what's the, what's the other guy? The demon's name? I don't fucking know. Oh, with the, the demon. Are you talking about her father? Yeah, Castor. Vargas. Vargas. Oh, Vargas. Okay. 
No, it's Caster. It's Caster. Caster yeah. Vargas. Yeah, yeah. Caster Vargas yeah. and Carla they're, Vargas. They're all, they're, yeah, their last name is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Carla and Caster. Like, oh, yeah, well, here's a trial. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like, all right, uh, I'm going to first it's, first it's uh, kill them. And who is that uh, white light? The what? Uh, that, that definitely wasn't Carmine. Who? That giant beast. You're skipping over a lot of shit right now, dude. Oh, yeah. So you're you're, you're skipping take. over a lot of shit. I'll take over this time. Take so on, basically, please. basically, <laughs> the episode starts off with um, Carla and uh, Alicia having a conversation in the dungeons. They're, you know, having girl talk, but, you know, they're having a candid conversation about the reality of the circumstance that Carla is in, you know, the the, the sadness that Alicia is facing. So it was very interesting to see. Um, the trial begins, as Matt said, with Castor and, um, and Carla. And Carla. And uh, in the room are um, uh, what, who's the Juno's grandmother? What's her name? I forget her name. The grandmother. Yeah, the grandmother. She's the one who's defending. Um, I think she's yeah, she's the one defending. Um, what's it called? Defending Castor and uh, and Carla. I need the name of I need the name of uh, of the grandmother as well as uh, the prime no. minister. Who's the prime minister? I forget his name now. I always forget his name. Uh, which prime minister? Like the uh... the. The one who's um who works with uh what's his dick with uh Soma? Oh, the black hair guy. Yeah, I'll get to that. But it's a XL Walter for the grandmother. XL Walter. Yeah, XL. Last XL. name Walter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a grandmother of Carla yeah. and Juno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. XL and and uh, Hayuka uh, Hakuya. Hakuya. Boom. Thank you. Okay, so Hakuya basically uh, forms the prosecution and uh, XL forms the defense they you know go back and forth a little bit um and basically uh car uh castor is begging for the king to not kill carla like kill me kill me kill me but the reality of it is is that apparently he's been serving for over 100 years and is distinctly uh merited and and they recognize his his contributions to the military um versus carla who doesn't have any of that and is just basically following her her father as the leader um so uh soma asked the jury which consists of 14 nobles what they think 12 of the 14 nobles agree with uh with soma that he must kill them like show them no mercy two of the nobles though basically defend or try to 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 help out uh uh what's it called um carla and um and castor basically saying like you know castor does have a distinguished military career and carla was only following her orders back and forth it would be cruel to kill them you know and also it would you know they also bring up a good point they're like oh you talk about they told like oh king you talk about how you know if you have a talent we'll find use of you and you know somebody of both of their caliber isn't something that you could find again like you know there's some sure there's something we can use them for whatever the case is so um when after they make their points um soma's like hey um you other 12 nobles anything no 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 kill him kill him kill him kill him kill him and so he's like kill them and some fucking assassins drop from the ceiling or wherever the fuck they came from and they kill the 12 nobles instead of castor carla or the other two that are trying to defend them and everyone is in shock alicia and um alicia and aisha take out their swords um everyone is like holy shit what the fuck is going on and um soma stands everyone down and he says hey he's like these guys are under my command um this is an elite like an elite assassins division that falls under my commands so they just did what i was told no big deal and um alicia was like oh my god it's carmine and it's not carmine it's like a black white cat but it's not carmine or at least they haven't made that aware that they're um 
that they're related. But in any case, he says, um, what the fuck was the command? Do you remember what he told um, what he told the black cat? No, I don't remember. We told the black. Cat. He told him to do something, basically, and he, they sent them on their way. And then from there, Soma and Hakia explain what's going on with the uh, with what happened. We find out that these 12, um, 12 uh, noblemen are the people that were conspiring in the after credit that Matt mentioned in the last episode. Uh, there was an after credit of people that were conspiring against the king. Well, these 12 yeah. nobles were all part of that. And so, you know, obviously, if they're conspiring against the king, they're no longer required. And, you know, they're dead. And so, you Pretty know, much. the two nobles that were remaining were like, oh, why didn't you kill us? They're like, you know, like you guys are um are true to yourselves and you guys are unbiased so you guys will give us your opinion no matter which way it sways because you'll give us the proper judgment for the betterment of the kingdom and it doesn't and you guys will be like you know subjective you're not gonna be giving us ideas that'll only benefit you it'll benefit the kingdom as well as you know whatever the case is and so they're spared um but when everything is all said and done uh soma delivers the verdict and he finds both of them guilty he finds castor is guilty but of treason but um he says that you know we'll recognize your distinguished military career and so you're no longer a vargas you're no longer allowed on the vargas manor you're no longer allowed to speak to your wife or your child and you'll be confined to work for juna and juna take care of him and so you know that's good that he spared his life but then he's like you know carla i can't give you the same um thing that you're um that your father um, got because you have no distinguished military career. You're a fledgling basically. And um, they, uh, what's it called? Castor is like, no, kill me. Give her all my merits. Kill me, not her. Please save her. And Soma's like, take him away. Right. He's fucking getting annoyed. Take him away. And they, uh, and you see Castor getting taken away, kicking and screaming um, to save his daughter. And when the door closes, he's like, yep. He's like, you don't have that distinguished military career. You're guilty, but you're guilty as an accessory. And therefore, it'd be unfair to take your life. And so you're no longer a Vargas. You will now be demoted to the rank of slave and you'll be a yep. slave to the Royal kingdom. Specifically, you'll be under myself and Leisha. Um, you'll await further command, but I have one forwarded command right now. And he gets on his knees and he tells Carla, if I ever stray from the path of righteousness, kill me. And Carla's like, what, what the fuck are you asking? Yeah. Me? Cause uh, from a book he read. Yeah. Uh, and and I was he was gonna... like, he was like talking about like, I was going to mention people that. turn to tyrants. I was going to mention that. And basically throughout this episode, what Matthew just alluded to is throughout the entire episode, including in this moment, um, Soma basically references uh, the, the Prince by Machiavelli. He references chapter eight, which is a specifically controversial chapter as um, the, the, the Christian faith goes, you know, are, are heavy against it. And it basically talks about how um, if you were to, to commit sins, to commit them all at once, but it doesn't specify the type of sins that you should commit it you know it just recognize it recognizes like in terms of leadership there'll be times when you must commit sins and you only you can determine what, what sins those will be but if you're going to commit sins to do them all at the same time and then as matt said one of the other things is mentioning about how you know someone with power can become a tyrant and so basically he tells carla i have no faith that Aisha or Alicia will be able to, to, to kill me if I ever become drunk off power. And so I'm making it your responsibility to be the one responsible for killing me if I ever do stray from that path. And Carla is like, you know what? Yes, I will abide by your command. Yeah, because yeah, because again, the others won't do it. Yeah, and I think that's how the episode ends, right? Uh, no, uh, it the almost almost <laughs> it, it it turns into lightheartedness. Uh, basically, Somug is uh, exhausted. He's like a little bit. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and he's like Alicia and Aisha. Like 
all right, leave me alone, please. I need to. Yeah. I need to rest. Delisha's like, hey, I got an idea. This starts whispering Aisha's ear. And she's like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah. no way. And like, Nani? Yeah. And that's like, you can hear a knock on the door and you see them in their uh, robes, mini robes. Mini bathrobes and nothing else. And Soma is embarrassed as fuck. Like, what the fuck are you girls doing? And, and they basically I told you to leave me alone. Yeah, I told you to leave me alone. And the girls basically, they basically say this literally like, please do whatever you want to us. They're just asking for dick. They're, they're yeah. giving pussy to make him feel better. But all they do is uh, they just lay in bed next to him. They live. They lay in bed next to each other and they hold hands and talk. And then he's like, you know, you guys, you girls are warm. That was where the episode ended. So for all we know, they had sex. Let's hope they had sex. I hope they did. Have nice. And roll credits. But yeah, this is definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm sure it happened, especially Aisha. Total sub. While while Licia is a, probably a sweat. Cheapo, cheapo. Goddamn. <laughs> I can just imagine somebody listening on their fucking car or something at a stop sign. And you just hear, ah, Chimpo Daisuke. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, shit. Sasuke and Miyano. It's getting late, guys. But yeah, Sasuke and Miyano. We got three left. Three left. All right. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, best confessions. It was so beautiful. Like, I'm. Oh my god! I never thought a gay anime would make me feel like so giddy. Like I feel giddy watching Sasaki and Miyano. Yeah, like but that no, whole episode, the confession episode this week was like, fucking the, the, adorable. I, honestly, this was a perfect co- confession. So fucking adorable. But yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, Miyano is like he like kind of a voice Sasaki a bit. Like oh yeah, he hasn't said he liked me recently. Like oh, I'm pretty sure just. To tease me, he doesn't really like me. And then they're they eventually start talking after their little uh, sports activities. And Sussy's like, I like you, like, I legit like you. Yeah, so upfront. And then Miyano was all flustered and he's like, What do you like about me? And when Sasaki said, like, his face, no, you skipped the part, off. you skipped the parts, he was lost. So at first, I said, like, he like, he like, yeah, like, he got, like, he was also being called out for one. Like, uh, like, what do you like about the guy? No, 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 no. You're missing a part even beyond that. So basically, after me, after Sasaki tells Miano, like, he, uh, that he likes him, he is like, you know, there's a lot of like pause. And then Miano is like stuck. He's like, oh my God, I got confessed to. Oh my God, what the fuck is happening? Oh my God, Sasaki really does like me. Oh my God. And he's like, like oh my God, I, I like girls, I swear. Yeah. And basically, Sasaki's like, you know, like, hey, you know, I know this is probably a lot to take in. So, um, you know, don't like you have to say an answer right now. now, you know, give it some thought. And he goes, yes, I will. I promise I'll, I'll give it some thought. And it, you know, makes Sasaki happy. And at the same time, it also makes Sasaki, um, you know, like, hey, maybe there's a shot that he he might like me, too, which is pretty wild, considering because we've obviously got the confirmation that Sasaki's gay, but Miano's still in the closet. And yeah. so, as Matt said, basically, as he's, he's like, hey, I'm going to go back to my activities, you know, and they're like, OK, Miano is like go. super embarrassed. The reason why he and the reason why he flubs up, as Matt said, is because he's he's like, you know, he gets embarrassed whenever something like that happens uh, between within between him and Miano. So he's like flustered confused and yeah, all that again because he because he, he just yeah. confessed that he liked him and he just, just confessed like, yeah how what yeah and it, it wasn't a no but it wasn't like a flat out yes yeah, and so that's, there's and a lot that's why he asked a like, lot to take why? in and so then miyano comes back and was like hey what do you like about me and sasaki still flusters like your face and, and as that actually know, triggered miyano yes as we know miyano has uh insecurity with his feminine face and we start seeing flashbacks 
um of him they, in, they like in him saying that he's like very feminine yeah and they're like hey you should grow your bangs out you know you should grow your bangs out or you'll look less feminine or oh my god you have you have a better feminine face than a lot of females and you know this obviously bothers uh miana because he even though you know yeah he doesn't want to be seen as like this uh bottom yeah he doesn't want bottom to boy the, he doesn't want to see him as a bottom bitch but no in all seriousness he, he basically says like you know i wish i was taller i wish i was more masculine i wish and i like maybe you know, like, like he would like, like maybe i had a more masculine him. face maybe i would impress him i mean i should tell you all you need to know right there to be honest but yeah, but you know. yeah, he has a lot of insecurities working on. And yeah. while that's going on, Sasaki, you see Sasaki like depressed, and uh, mm. Taiga of all people is like the one that talks to him. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, yeah, like, you're not talking about this manga crap, right? It's just like if it's a manga crap, I'm stepping out. Yeah, I got enough from Miano, but no, he's like, ah, oh, shit, like I, I think I screwed up. <laughs> that's Hirano, right? What? That's Hirano. Yeah, Taiga Hirano. Yeah. Okay, I call him Hirano. Yeah, I call him Taiga because. Uh, He's not the same. There's only one tiger. Corridor. I know. I know. There's only one tiger. I know. And she's too fucking foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, after that, he's like, she starts talking like, all right. They talked about like, why do you dye your hair black? Oh yeah. yeah he, wait. He talked about that with uh, Miano. Yeah, he talked about that with Miano. Talked about it with like, oh yeah, I do it for school. Yeah. with a family. Basically, I black yeah. Hair. Yeah, the second part is really the more important part. Basically, Miano Saki goes to school. Had his hair. <laughs> Yeah, Sasaki or Miano basically goes to school. Miano uh, has a cold, so he's wearing a mask. It's also middle of summer, and he's just thinking about Sasaki's confessions. He's thinking about like the past, thinking about his insecurities. He's just full of thought. And so um, they have a meeting, the I guess the discipline committee meeting or whatever. They have a meeting, and toward the end of the meeting, uh, Miano starts to out. fall asleep because he's sick. He doesn't feel well, and eventually he does pass out. And so uh, Sasaki comes over to the to the to the room and was like, yeah. yeah. And uh, what's going but, on? No, like he's sleeping. And you're like, he's sleeping. Like, hey, Eddie, like, I should kiss him. <laughs> no, so again, you keep skipping, Matthew. God damn it. I, no, you got to build the stage. And so Hirano no. <laughs> basically leaves. He tells Sasaki, hey, do you mind staying with him while I go run these papers? If he wakes up before I get back, tell him to go home since he doesn't feel well. And he's like, okay. And then as Matt said, he begins to wonder because earlier in the episode, um, before the confession, they talk about a, uh, a BL that he read. And part of the BL is basically the character is sick. He's wearing a mask and they kiss over the mask. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that Sasaki really liked reading and was thinking about. So he sees uh, Miano in the mask. He wants to kiss him. But he's like, no, that would be fucking weird and inappropriate. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, like, 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 I'm not going to like, I'm not going to rape him. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking do that. Like, no. And so he holds back. And at that moment, Hirano opens the door, wakes up uh, uh, Miano. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, wakes up Miano accidentally. And um, he's like, oh, I fell asleep. And Sasaki's there. Oh, hi, yo. You know, we're all cutely and shit. Hi, yo, Mia-chan. And so um, Hirano's like, dude, go home. Like, you know, he's like, it's you're almost sick. the semester. You're sick. Fucking don't push yourself. Go home. Like, OK. Yeah. And then you see Sasaki depressed still. And Hirano's like, he's like, I fucked up. <laughs> no, Hirano's like, oh, like, what did you do to meet to to meet to Miano? Miano hasn't really been the same since he's like, know. I told him I liked him. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's like, you yeah. huh, confessed. What? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then he's and then Tiger's like, hold on. He's like, do you have his phone number? And Sasaki's like, no, I don't have his phone number. And so Hirano basically gives him his phone with just calls him like, like, okay, you better talk to him. (laughs) Call him. Let him know how you feel. And so he calls as Miano's going home with his friends. And he's like, oh, like Mia-chan, he's like Sasaki-senpai. And he goes, I just want to let you know that 
I like more about I like he's like I love so much about he's like I like so much about you way more than just your face okay bye and he hangs up and me <laughs> wants to fucking punch he's like hey can we go meet up with Mia-chan so he can so he can punch you can I punch you in the face for him and he's like no you'll hurt me if you punch me which I thought was kind of gay and funny yeah. um and so yeah, they, he, he's very protective of Miyano <laughs> yeah he is and so the episode ends with um, you know, Sasaki feeling better that he confessed, and Miyano is fucking going bananas in his head because of everything that he's like thought about and then everything that's been told to him, and then what he just found out. And pretty wild, pretty cute, pretty fucking adorable. It, is pretty it really is goddamn. I, I can't wait for that. I'm I'm excited. Again, everything played out great. I love Sasaki, he's adorable. <laughs> I love Miyano way more. Of course, you like the bottoms. <laughs> Bottom boy Kawaii. Yes, power bottom or top. Ah, oh, he's not a bro. He's not no. Well, I mean, in that one flashback from the previous episode, he was a power bottom. He was on yeah. top of Sasaki. Yeah, and yeah, and he definitely has a trope of a where the UK is a terrible cook and all that. Like they're all like similar. He likes a certain type of UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all basically it's pretty like wild. the like the useless bottom. I can only imagine the dojin for this. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Jesus. Okay. Speaking, up. speaking of, but by the way, unrelated but related to um to uh, Yaoi, I accidentally stumbled upon episodes two and three of Boku no Pico when I was looking for hands. Stop! 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 We're not, we're not, no, stop! Stop! We are not doing this. We are not doing this right here. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Shit! Hell no! Hell no! <laughs> Get out of here with that shit. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Your reaction was fucking hilarious. No, no. No, I said no. We are, that's we all are awesome. not crossing we are not crossing that fucking bridge. <laughs> For those who don't know what Boku no Pico is, go ahead and Google it, but make sure you don't do that on a work computer on a work phone. Yeah, do it, do it, go incognito mode. Do it in incognito mode on your personal this, device. My god. Uh <laughs> <hate> you. <laughs> I'm moving on. Dress up, darling. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, yes, uh, we picked up where I left off. Mary's in the outfit. She's like, she loves it. Oh, she lo- and you get the fastivers, the, the boob bag. Yeah. This is the best boob bag ever. <laughs> so awkward. I can't lie. That's the only awkward part of, of uh dress up darling is when she's like, my boob bag, and she's like fucking like her titties look like fucking like jello. Like they look like you're on like a fucking water. Yeah, so they, like, not yeah. in real life, they would make those noises. Like, really? But uh, Gojo would uh, actually take pictures of her in poses. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. be more in character if you're going to be here. Mm-hmm. It got to the point, like, yeah, that she's asked us to be more in character with the poses, her expressions. These pictures, are co- these pictures are coming out great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and then Marin's like, hey, let's go to the cosplay event tomorrow. And he's like, Gojo's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's all ready. I'm actually excited now. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Gojo's like, yes. <laughs> All right. And they, they eventually get there. Marin's very excited about it. And then Goju starts feeling out of place. She's marking out. She's marking out. Oh, yeah. oh, she's marking out. And then Gojo is starting to feel a little insecure because it's mostly the female cosplayers and none of the guys. But eventually he'll he'll start to warm up to it when he sees uh Marin doing like photo shoots with people. No, so Marin was like, Hey, um, I know you're uncomfortable. Let's go up to the top if you're a little uncomfortable. And yeah. Like, okay. And there's it. People, more men. And yeah. There's more people like, this interacting and like not just a photo yeah. shoot. It's more of people like it's just people taking a break from all that mess. And yeah, we in, in cons, there are places like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but uh what'd you call it uh gojo he starts to be like oh it behaves not so bad because he starts seeing like uh gender bedding cosplayers stuff like that mm-hmm. he's like oh like it's a girl it's a girl character but it's a guy but yeah. he knows like they're just cosplaying the people they like they have their yeah. own unique twist on it yeah and he starts to actually admire that yeah yeah and at the same time he's come to the conclusion that uh now that he did the outfit for matter and it's that was like what's the point of like maybe like we're gonna part ways type of thing yeah he starts to get sad yeah like he like he didn't feel like that they were actually friendly he was just like he was just someone that just did this for her like they like, just as a commission mm-hmm. so all that was going on and then Marin comes by is like scojo it's like what and it's like my outfit's falling off and this is his expression like what what <laughs> yeah it turns out she's you, basically on the verge. Find of out it's not, it's not, and you find out it's not his fault. It's because of her. Yeah, she decided to wear two she fucking... put an extra bag. <laughs> yeah, she put two push-up bras on top of the bag. Yeah, it's like, oh, like I because I felt like I was a little short on her size and all that. Yeah, and Gojo's like, listen, I made this exactly to your body. Like, there was no room for you to fuck around. And, but basically, yeah. because of this freaking, uh, what's it called? She, um, what's it called? She ends up like almost having fucking heat stroke. No, that that does happen, and people don't get it. Like when people do have like handmade cosplays, yeah, you might get the size right, like exactly, but doesn't always guarantee mobility. That's why people do those extra inches mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. mobility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you don't, especially with the type of material fabric that they're having, and it's hot, mm-hmm. you're gonna in the sweat. Middle of summer, they are in the middle of summer. Yeah, like you're gonna sweat right, right through that. That's why you need lighter material for summertime mm-hmm. and that's what's gonna happen you're gonna overheat you're gonna pass out yeah i've go- seen uh, this it was gojo's fault basically that was like hey i, I went with the thicker material to be perfect but this is not something you should wear in the summer yeah well yeah again she was told one minute like oh yeah i didn't need it now and now you find out like oh let's go <laughs> yep yep so basically they get, they get pulled aside they're going they're in the building they're on, on the steps where like there's no one around it's like wait uh like unzip my outfit <laughs> yeah everything you start becomes hearing different. those noises <laughs> Everything becomes etchy and it's hilarious. Yep, and uh, they, oh, there's a here's a cold rag. R- rub it on my back. Rub it on my th- legs. <laughs> so yeah. all that's going on. Eventually, she starts to finally cool down. Mm-hmm. And then like, okay, like you know what? I think we should go. Like, like we done enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she actually agrees. And then uh, she talked to this one person that she uh, blew off accident that she blew off like not on purpose. It's more like she had a situation. Yeah. So she got so that she apologizes and all that. Like I want to see before I left, and then I was like, oh, I'll t- you'll be my last picture. Mm-hmm. And then the wind goes up, her skirt comes up, and then the girl took the picture. <laughs> but she was wearing shorts, guys. She was wearing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They, they make sure that they make sure that they're just you. You don't want people in time at the convention. Mm-hmm. So they definitely prepare for shit like that. And yeah, it was smart for her to do that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, like, oh shit, like I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't see those tattoos though on her thighs. Yeah, she said that. No, so uh, what's his face when she was getting um when she was getting wiped down? <clears throat> that was something yeah. that um that Gojo mentioned. Like, oh, do you, did you like do that? She's like, yeah, I figured like I might as well go all the way out because apparently that's part of the character. So she said she okay. wrote them herself on the thighs. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's just like marker. I thought it was like her actual tattoo, but then again, we saw her get measured and they weren't there. So. Yeah, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just wrote those as part of the character. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all that happened, and then they see them go on the train heading home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh, and they see go to say, "I had a fun time doing everything with you. I'm glad I was able to do this." Mm-hmm. And of course, Metron's like, "So, what next cosplay are we doing?" <laughs> and he's like, "What?" 
was like, yeah, like I, yeah, that's the next one. I was like, I thought you did your favorite character. Yeah, I got like 50 number one characters. Hello. He's like, that's not really a number one character at this point. No. Yeah. He's like, shut your mouth. Shut your whore mouth. But but he's also happy because he gets to spend more time with him. Yeah. And then he puts a smile on Marin's face. And Marin's like, oh, like, are you happy? Look at you. Yeah. And then um, he, he starts, starts to, to pass out. He starts to yawn. He's tired. And uh, Marin's like, hey, you know, you can uh, you can take a nap if you want. Like, OK. And yeah. she keeps going like gushing. She keeps marking out over the uh, over the, the the cosplayers that she yeah. saw and stuff. And, she's like, and then wait. Gojo was like, he looked very beautiful. And yeah. And Marin stops dead in her tracks because you remember. She happens, remembers. Yeah. A flashback happens where. Um, when she was listening to Gojo, Gojo's like, it's hard for me to call things beautiful. If I call something beautiful, I have to mean that from the bottom of my heart. And so she realizes like, oh, my God, he just called me beautiful from the bottom like, of his heart. And, and she's like, eh? Is, yeah. Eh? 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 And she is super fucking like flustered. She's Sasaki level flustered. Like, Meanwhile, Gojo that. is past the fuck out. Uh, this was it was it was it was whole, yeah, like, very lighthearted, very funny. I enjoy it. Yeah, we're, we're obviously going to see more of the cosplays. I'm pretty sure they'll take a little quicker now. I'm very curious to see how they're going to integrate the fucking bitch that uh, told him, like, oh, fucking uh, Kina dolls are for fucking girls. Why are you playing with girls and you're a guy? Like, shit. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll find out if that even comes into play. Is the manga still going? Yeah. Hopefully we get a season two. Yeah, I- I'm sure we will. If it's this popular. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. All right, you're ready for the main events. It's time! Uh, Main events! In the Tokta Keiki Arena behind the computer screen. <laughs> On my left, fighting out of the demon side. Uh, fighting from Michael Jackson's Neverland. Ducky Kiyotano. Kiyotano. And on my right, the man by himself. Everyone is knocked out in the UFC arena. Fighting from the the mountains of Japan. Weighing in at whatever. 100 pounds. Whatever. In a company by his sister in a box. His sister in a box. Tanjiro. Tanjiro Kun. This fight scheduled for five minutes. All right. Again, everyone here deserves a fucking raise, a vacation. First off, we're going to start with a round of applause. Yeah, that, this, this. That's not ass cheeks clapping, ladies and gentlemen. Those are two like, hands This clapping. is like clapping a praise. <laughs> Although, you know what? No, this could be two ass cheeks clapping, as in fucking the fucking demon slayers fucking clapping those ass cheeks of the demons, baby. Oh, my God. No. Uh, yeah, we put the word left off. Uh, Tanjiro is on his own. Fuck. Yutaro is just taunting him. Like, hey, Bro. you're weak. You suck. Bro, you know that, honest to God, it, I was watching that scene, and it reminded me so much of, like, Japanese wrestling. Like, you know, when the guy's, like, down, and the other guy's like kicking the heels him in the fucking head. Face, yeah. yeah, the guy's kicking him in the head, like, oh, where's your fighting spirit? Show me your fighting spirit. You ain't shit. This is the great whoever so-and-so ah fuck this right is yeah that i yeah i got those like old territory vibes and all that shit yeah like, you're actually heels yeah and then fucking tanjiro instead of fighting back and throwing and, and hulking up he's just he like rude. he ran away <laughs> yeah like yeah he, he was running away for a bit and then he's like oh no you ain't go, you ain't leaving me 
starts kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, he fucking broke ribs, broke his two fingers. Yeah, like, like and they're bent. You see the yeah, they're fucking, like, yeah. oh my god, bro. That wasn't so like, oh my god, because that's some shit that you have seen in uh, my hero. Like, I'm used to seeing fingers fucked up thanks to fucking uh, Midoriya. Yeah, just in that way, though, instead of just him breaking them himself, like... Yeah, bro, that's Like, like someone else doing it. So yeah, the crunch, power. and then you see the twisted fingers is definitely not the it. The scream. Yeah, for real. Like, that's fucking old. And, like, the fact that he, they're still stayed twisted and broken. Like, he's literally holding his sword later on in the episode, and his fingers are fucking, like, jodillo, Stick bro. it out, yeah. Like, Fucked. he can't... Jodillo means fucked in Spanish. I gave you guys yeah. Spanish this time. Like, they're fucking Jodillo, bro. And yeah, man, like, that shit was, that shit was nuts. But you know what? He still starts swinging. His <laughs> mama ain't raised no bitch. Exactly. And he tries as hard as he could. It's like he almost got it. Yeah. So basically, it like, but you know, you're skipping what he did. So eventually when he hulks up, he fucking, like, he throws some freaking, he throws some, like, pebbles and some pieces of board at at Gyotaro and it's like distract and then you find it like a distraction yeah it doesn't do shit and then uh, as like as we said he's like talking down to him talking shit slapping him in the head literally slapping him in the head Tanjiro finally has enough headbutts Gyotaro and he's like oh this fucking headbutt doesn't do shit and then why do I feel weird and we realized when he was throwing the boards and the pebbles and the rocks he grabbed the kunai he threw a kunai that was I I imagine it's got wisteria in it basically I, I feel like he did it during the headbutt I don't know. Like what he what he had in the headbutt to distract him, he had his hand. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna know. Yeah, but yeah, he definitely grabbed it when he was running away. Yeah, for sure. Dude. It was it wasn't like, oh no, he's being a coward. No, he had this little strategy, like his last <clears throat> his last saving grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Gitaro is fucking crazy. Tanjiro decides to use fucking uh, Hinokami again and starts slicing, but he can't get it, can't get it, can't get it, can't get it. And meanwhile, while this he is was happening. Close. Meanwhile, while this is happening, fucking uh, Zenitsu is fucking going crazy with his um, he gets buried first under the thing and he shoots out like fucking lightning and starts going after freaking uh, after Daki. Daki and he manages to fucking like get a hold of her neck. And he starts, he, he calls it Thunder God, clap, like, you know, Ichi, Ichikata, because it's like the only God, kata like he God knows. Sends, yeah, and then he's like, like magical, like legs or some shit like that, basically. And he basically puts all his power towards his legs and he's like i can only do this twice because it zaps all the energy from my legs and as he's doing that he starts to be able to cut um what's it called he starts to be able to cut Daki's neck and he's like you're not going to be able to do it you're not going to be able to do it you're not going to be able to do well, it well yeah but what's going on though when uh Gyotaro tries, yeah. to, t- tries to fight tadri you see tangan yeah, he basically is able to he's basically able to to shake off Tanjiro eventually. And as he's about to do like the spinning blades and fuck up Tanjiro, Tengen comes out of nowhere with his one fucking arm. Basically, they were saying like, oh, his heart stopped, his heart stopped. Yeah, no, Tengen stopped his own fucking heart and played dead, basically, so he could recover a little bit. And oh, my God, the most I, insane. I, I love how they used the act like there was like real fire in those. Scenes. Yeah, like, they weren't animated. This is the actual fire. Yeah, and you dude. see Tangan and Guitar fighting back and forth. Scre- yeah, and you see like scre- the screaming back and forth. That Everything might be the, that might legitimately be the best animated fight scene I think I've ever seen. This is definitely this definitely I topped. Think I think this, this awesome. definitely topped the Rengoku fight and the easily, uh, and easily, that, and that fight we we've, we've seen the Hinokami Kagura for the first time. Like easily, easily. So, but yeah, everything there, the the score, the animation, 
this and how Tang Tangy can figure out his movements now. Like I know, yeah. I know your rhythm. I know your. He said, I, he's like, I know your 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 song, and he's like, my song. And yeah, because like, he, turned yeah, it, he was able to take yeah, it into he notes. Turned, yeah, he turned it into fucking musical notes, and he's hearing it. Hence, why he's the sound Hashira, and it's like, what the fuck? And so, basically, but, uh, during this though, but Guitaro stabs Tanjiro. Yeah, no, you're, you're you're skipping a part. So basically, they end up tag teaming Guitaro. And as they're about to freaking like attack him, um, they're about to land the final blow. As Matt said, Guitaro basically stabs Tanjiro in the fucking like in the mandible with his sword and all the yeah, and that's, and that's stuck him. in there. Yeah, dude. But Tanjiro's like, nope, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. And he gets a hold of his head. And while this is happening, fuck, as Zenitsu is struggling to be able to push in to the uh, comes fucking in Nusuke. <laughs> comes over and he's bleeding from the mouth profusely and he's like wait didn't guitaro fucking stab yeah, but, you through the heart and then you find his... out he can he's move like his he's like organ manipulation is child's play to me i can move my heart wherever i want on my body and he's immune <laughs> to poison that kind of you know i was not gonna i'm not gonna lie that kind of fucking blew my mind because i was like that's so plot that's fucking well, again remember again that's how, how he moved his joints in the earlier bro you can't you should it's not possible for you to move your fucking heart Stop. It's at it's, it's out of it, but yeah, you find out about plot. this. You it's find plot. out he it's he's been plot. he's been immune to poison, so it's just like, well, yeah. fuck this, and then and then now they both get the swords in, and then you yeah. hear like you see all three of them screaming like all like all back and forth, and then you hear the thing, and they manage to both cut heads of their heads simultaneously. And it is fucking glorious. The heads bounce. They end up next to each other. Staring and, at each other. And everyone's like, it's over. It's over. And they see Tanjiro oh, about Tanjiro. to black out. And then Tangen starts yelling. Yeah, Tanjiro's blacking out because of the poison. He can't control his breathing. And again, he got stabbed in the mouth. Yeah, he got stabbed in the mouth. The poison's in. He's exhausted from He's out of energy. He's got broken fingers, broken ribs, and what else? And then Tangen's saying, out. And Tengen's over. like, he's telling me something. What is he trying to tell me? And Tangen's telling him, run. Like, move. it's not over yet. And we see a giant fucking slicing explosion. Yeah, the, his uh, blood, his blood technique. Yeah, the blood technique. As a fine, it like, went it, it went all over like an explosion. Yeah, it was like a giant. It was like a suicide bomb almost, basically. Yeah, it like his, his last act that his triggered. last act basically engulfs the entire district area where they're at and, and sends cool. it to flames. And we get credits, and then it just end credits with end credits with such sad fucking uh, sad music, music, somber music. The flames uh, in the district go out. As if as a metaphor for saying like the flames of their of their fight is over, like wild, 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 no, wild, wild, wild. And we get a confirmation. So we get a confirmation, by the way, that the season finale, we should have probably mentioned this in the news, but the season yeah. finale. Yeah, the season finale. I was gonna wait till we talked about it in the episode. <laughs> yeah, the season finale for next week, this coming up uh, Sunday, is gonna be 45 minutes long. Which you yeah. know, I'm 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 so mad that the season finale is on super. Yeah, yeah, I'll be in the city. <laughs> I'll be fucking watching this. Like, I'm not going to yeah. be watching Demon Slayer until like that night. But, um, dude. But yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah, this, yeah, this is going to win anime of season. I think it's going to win anime of the fucking year. I don't know about that. It's too early for that. Dude, nothing's beating Attack on Titan or Demon Slayer. Nothing. Not a damn, not a. I know, but again, thing. we, you know and I know, we it. never know. We do know. We I do meant know. for, I meant for us. Bro, I'll bet you a fuck. I'll bet you $20. It no, I, I have no, I have no doubt it's gonna be Attack on Titan. It's gonna be, be an, it's one of them is gonna be the end of the anime of the year. 
right now it's anime. Oh, yeah. one of those is going to be either attack on Zion or demon slayer will be anime of the year no doubt and, no and, and, and i feel like a it'll fight, be demon slayer bro a fight a fight will be, a fight of the year is going to come from one of those two animes the anime of the year is going to come from that animation of the year will be i, I won't say it will be one of those two but it'll they'll both be in, in top 5 contention for anime of the year i think or animation of the I'm year i'm pretty sure everyone will get protagonist or antag- and antagonist yeah antagonist protagonist will be fucking attack like attack on titan and demon slayer are in such a power position right now in anime that January at the end of January early February they're going to sweep awards that won't even come out until the following December slash January of next year like that is unprecedented really when you think about it it's unprecedented and there's nothing I'm not hating against it it's just so fucking nuts that that caliber of show is such god tier for both shows versus the rest of anime and there's not a knock against the rest of anime i enjoy the shit out of all these other animes that we talked about we've talked about yeah but again with how the fan bases are yeah it's it's not happening it's not marking out even we're marking out over demon slayer and if we were watching attack on titan i'm sure we would mark out at that point i know i if i was watching it at this point i would be marking the fuck out for it too so you know at the end of the day like i there's dude like there's nothing nothing for the rest of the year will pale in comparison to these two anime bottom line sorry to break it to you guys they all right so talk to keke's castle to the end of 2020 <laughs> in essence bro like bro dude like demon slayer is going to probably win our anime of the year or both of uh, our anime i said don't speak for me i'm speaking for you dude i'm speaking for you it probably I got, I, I, you never know it could it definitely could i uh, dude and you know me, I love emotional shit. I'm a sucker for emotional shit. I'm a sucker for, you know, I mean, dude, I, there's no way I don't think, I don't think there's anything I'm going to watch that's going to fucking beat it. I love the shit. Well, out of if so I get anime. Villain Saga season two, then probably that, because I love Villain Saga. And I think that's fantastic. It's not going to be clear. Stop. It did for me. It did for me in 2019. It, this is next level, though. This is next level. That is true. This is next level, dude. This is God tier. Like, bro, when you talk about God tier anime, bro. that's fair but yeah no again yeah it's hard to deny that this is a they're probably their best their best episode and we have another 45 minute finale dude yeah yeah it's definitely going to cool down but jesus oh my god bro i was fucking shocked my eyes were my eyes were open like i fucking like seen a ghost like the whole episode and and i watched this high so the animation fleshed out (laughs) ah dude you have to watch it sober for you to i don't know man no 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 i know i loved it in general, but I saw more of the animation. You were probably uh, mind fucked. I wouldn't have been able to keep up with like what was happening. I can't keep up with you high. That's why I didn't want to watch anime when we were high. When oh, we yeah. were at, when I, I, I did for half of these. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, that's, that's why you that. just kept skipping so much shit. I, I, I'm trying to not recap everything. Like we're not like John Madden. <laughs> God damn it! It's just so hard not to, dude. Like I, I, I know. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to, to keep it to a minimum. It's just so hard to fucking get, get across feelings and shit without like going through the full recap, dude. I know. I know. We're working on it. We're working on it. We'll find a compromise. We'll find a compromise. Damn it. We're at about two and a half hours at this stage. So fuck. You know what? Man, JoJo could probably take over if the rest. Stop. Fucking stop. Stop. <laughs> Go fall off a cliff if you feel that way. Please. I will. Do us the favor. I will. Natural selection. <laughs> have have, have, have Adrian on the show. Do your thing, natural selection.
Does have age on the show then? <laughs> anyway, does him, does him ridiculing you for two two and a half hours. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, final thoughts on this week. Oh, fucking great week. That, that's that's really it. That's what else can you say? I'm so depressed that Demon Slayer is going to end next week, dude. I mean, it's one less thing to worry about. I know. Like, now we got oh, ten weeks of uh, Attack on Titan. I mean. We're not going to talk about it much, so, you know. I know. Uh, I think it's that. Uh, yeah, they didn't say how many episodes. I gonna... imagine it's like 12 or 13, right? Just like everything else. Uh, we say that because uh, the pre- the first half was 16. Uh, season 3, part eight 2. Be, 8 would be 24. There's no way they're going to do 8 episodes. Or they could do 15 also. And do 31. I've never heard of a 31. They, they, they could. Uh, what you call it? All season three was twenty two. Season two was twelve. Yeah. And season one was twenty five. Yeah, I, I yeah I yeah I expect them to go all out and do as many as they can for this second half. Don't shock me. Yeah, I can see them doing thirteen to fifteen. I mean, hey, whatever. It, it could happen. If they have they have enough material. The manga is over. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's gonna stop them. Mm. But yeah, uh, Herman's great. Uh, next week we'll be at the halfway point. Indeed. A lot of fun. Closing thoughts for you. Can't wait till next week to uh, do our uh, rankings for the halfway point. Oh, yeah, that's right. Guess what? Demon Slayer is going to be number one, guys. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's yeah, it's going to be extremely difficult for the rest of the season. Spoiler alert. Demon Slayer is number one, guys. You don't uh, have to listen to the rest of the shows just because, you know, Demon Slayer is going to win. I don't know. You got to listen to us go back and forth. I don't know. At this point, yeah. If you listen to the rest of the shows, you're basically going to hear us talk about uh, two through ten and our honorable mentions because we all know what number one is going to be. Yeah. Well, you know what? If, it, if they want if they want to try to pull a good fight, we'll, we'll gladly let them try. Keyword try. But, uh, all right. I believe we have ate our cake, taught our cake. We're full of cake. Almost threw up our cake. Yeah, we 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 over ate on the demon Slayer cake. Oh yeah, we fucking just went fucking ape shit. And now we're like up chucking. Uh, yep. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Damien Phoenix Twelve. You can follow our Twitter at Talk to Cakey. We have a link tree that has our that has our links to where you can find your favorite local podcasts like Apple Music, Spotify. No, we're not being pulled despite Joe Rogan being a piece of shit. I mean, Sean uh, may pull us one day. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get. But yeah, that Audible, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find it. Maybe Podcast One. Who the fuck knows? We're there somewhere. We want to thank Sean, our editor at Two WM Network, W Two M, yes, W Two M Network, and then Cherry Media for still posting us despite uh, their commercials not being on there. Uh, we want to thank both of them. They're near and dear to us. Don't worry, guys. We'll have commercials soon enough. Well, when we get to it, and we'll have a cakey shop. We will have cakey shop eventually. We're like we're like we're like the George R. R. Martin of anime. They're coming, guys. They're coming. <laughs> we're the veer of anime shows. Yes, yeah, like, but suddenly his penis come, flops out. What the fuck? What? That's, what, that's, that's all Game of Thrones is. The penis is out. Jesus, we're Christ. coming. We're coming. That's not the only thing coming. Yeah. Hey. Uh, earplugs. Yep. You can find me at S H O S T O P P A two four. On Twitter, you can follow me at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-249 on both, um, what's it called? On, um, God damn it, what the fuck? Okay, okay, come on, you can do it, I believe in you. I know, right? Uh, 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 uh
co. You can find me at there at S H O S T O P P A two four nine. You can follow my anime Instagram at A I underscore anime twenty four. I anime twenty four. Um, you can follow me at my podcast Instagram at podcast senpai. You can also follow us on uh, Instagram on our talk to Kiki Twitter. Or I'm sorry, talk to Kiki uh, pot, uh Instagram at T A L K T H E K E K I talk to Kiki. Again, as Matt said, there will be a link tree on that tw- on that uh, Instagram rather for you to check all of our individual as well as our um our uh store i guess uh pages um also on my personal stuff you can find link trees on there where you can catch all of my individual ones shout out to uh mma for marks podcast with my boy andy shout out to the Orlando tragic podcast with my boy b ronin new episodes dropping for those fairly soon and uh i think that's about it space cowboy all right until then we will see you next week arigato adapto faku and sayonara sayonara RMA of New Jersey Fertility Center is committed to helping you build your family with evidence-based fertility care and a compassionate care team that's with you every step of the way. Within really a very short amount of time, a month, we can figure out why they're not getting pregnant and then strategize of how to get them pregnant quickly with one healthy baby. We are South Jersey's most state-of-the-art IVF lab and accept a variety of insurance plans. RMA of New Jersey Fertility Center. Building families, one healthy baby at a time. Visit rmanetwork.com. If you've been diagnosed with lung cancer, you need a team of experts by your side every step of the way. With the largest and most experienced lung cancer team in South Jersey, MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper gives patients personal care, innovative treatments like robotic surgery, immunotherapy, and groundbreaking radiation treatment, all close to home. MD Anderson at Cooper. No one fights cancer alone. Appointments available in 48 hours. MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper.